Okay. <clears throat> First of all, just some director's notes. Your voice is perfect. Your voice is perfect. The way you're delivering the lines is how they would deliver them. Beautiful. That's the board. All right, go ahead. And action. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Jenny. What's up? I have a problem with Lisa. She says that I hit her. What? Well, did you? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. What's new with you? Well, I'm just sitting up here thinking, you know, I got a question for you. Yeah? You think girls like to cheat like guys do? What makes you say that? I don't know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking. I don't have to worry about that because Lisa's loyal to me. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. I used to know a girl, she had a dozen guys. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad she ended up in a hospital on <laughs> What a story, Mark! Yeah, you can say that again. I'm so happy to have you as my best friend. And I love Lisa so much. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're very lucky. Well, maybe you should get a girl, Mark. Yeah. yeah maybe you're right. Maybe I have one already. I don't know yet. Well, what happened? R remember Betty? Well, that's her name. Betty? Yeah. Yeah, we don't see each other anymore. We know she wasn't any good in bed. She was beautiful, but we had too many arguments. That's too bad. My Lisa. My Lisa. <laughs> My Lisa. My Lisa is great when I can get it. Oh man, I just can't figure women out. Sometimes they're just too smart. Sometimes they're just flat out stupid. Other times they're just evil. It seems to me like you're the expert, Mark. No, definitely not an expert, Johnny. What's bothering you, Mark? Nothing, man. Do you, do you have some secrets? Why don't you tell me? Forget it. Forget it, dude. Is there some secret? Tell me! No, forget it. I'll talk to you later. Well, whatever. Hey, Johnny. Oh, hi, Danny. What is wrong with my... He's cranky today. <laughs> girl, girl trouble, I guess. What's new with you? Not much. Still going to the movie tonight. Sure we are. What kind of movie are we going to see? Hmm, well, we'll see. Denny, don't plan too much. It may not come out right. Alright. Let's toss the ball around. Okay. 
Gotta tell you about something. Shoot, Denny. It's about Lisa. Go on. She's beautiful. She looks great in a red dress. I think I'm in love with her. Mmm. Go on. I know she doesn't like me because sometimes she's weird to me. But sometimes when I'm around her, I feel like I want to kiss her and tell her. I love her. I don't know. I'm just confused. Danny, don't worry about that. Lisa loves you too. As a person, as a human being, and as a friend. You know people don't have to say it. They can feel it. What do you mean? You can love someone deep inside your heart, and there's nothing wrong with it. If a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live. <laughs> we can Fuck. Christian, are you recording? Yes. This whole time you were recording this thing? Yeah. All right. Well, apparently we got room parodies, Batman 1, Batman Dark Knight, Batman Dark Knight Rises. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Man, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from Wayne Manor. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts right now. All right, everybody, boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome back to another new episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. I'm your host, Christian Bring It All, and with me, as always, is my co-host. Sipping on gin and juice. I wasn't done yet. You <laughs> did the same thing you do to Joel. You did it to me. Who am now I, Now go. You're, you're who you are. You're Spider-Man. You're who you are. <laughs> Spencer, hi. How are you? <laughs> I I am. I am one of the producers, yeah. co-founders. I uh, host writers, masterminds, geniuses, playboy, um, thousand heirs. So welcome to the Sequel Man. All right, welcome to the show, Joel. And to my immediate right is our other co-host for this series, and this is his last time being with us for this specific one until we try to get him to come back again. You know him as the voice of LMH. Nope. He is. That's that's not it. Joel. Okay. By the way, why do you already say, like, oh, to my right? It's fine. It doesn't matter. I'm here. I'm here. I am to his right. You're to my left. It's Joel. Why do you say where you are sitting? Joel Powie. Being interrupted again. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. Voice I don't want to interrupt you. Fucking A. <laughs> Voice of Joel on Facebook. At Voice of LMB. Not LMH. Voice of <laughs> LMB. Everywhere else. Oh, good. I just want to make sure that you were, in fact, done. So we're the sequel, man. We are doing the wrap-up. We are covered the Dark Knight trilogy. We're also going to be announcing the next one. And you try... <laughs> You don't want to miss this, especially if you're a teenager or you were a teenager at one point in the early 2000s. I think, uh-huh. In the early 2000s. So stick stick around to stay tuned to that. And Mid-2000s. we're going to, we got some uh, last end of the year awards. <clears throat> we got our Finn score we're coming at you. Yes, we do. I'm not going to be shocked by yours. Wasn't done. We have the, uh, we have our personal <laughs> rankings we're going to kind of talk about. We got top three. We got a couple top three lists, and uh, we'll we'll. Hmm. Since Christian's so eager to get me to stop talking, why don't you? No, say no, no, what, no, 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 no,
petulant children over here. <laughs> I, I guess I'm the only professional. Speaking must... of the only professional, I finally, after oh. I've been around for 29 years, this movie's been around longer, and I finally did it. I finally watched Batman 89. Tim Burton. I, I did. It's it. funny you say that because I just did too. Mm -hmm. I texted Joel about it, and I <laughs> honestly, right. it was great. Prior cheesy, to that, I was I the mean, only one that saw uh, the yeah. Batman little, effect. You can see the wire on him. In mm. a few, <laughs> They're not and, even trying. In the chemical plant, and he comes through. You can see the wire clearly. I mean, in the beginning when he attacks those thugs, you can. He opens his. Cape like it was like, 1989. I, okay, I, all right. It was 1989. Well, guess what? Empire came out in 1983. So, yeah. or no, I'm sorry, 1980. I'm Return Batman. of the Jedi and Jabba. Jabba was a better effect, but anyway. who's the bimbo Batman? I, shut, up, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! That was uh, boss Nash. Shut! 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 So do not naboo. Here, sorry. Eat me some pussy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um. And I thought my joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jabba as Joel. Here, this is Jabba as Joel. You are painting this picture to the listeners that I'm some sort of perv. <laughs> He's a oh, sixth-grade no, machine. No, the last episode, you're like, the... oh, he'll he'll objectify you for no. I was just doing the pattern, like Java tells a joke. He's like, who's Who's he? They don't they don't understand. I don't understand. It. You're you to understand be me that I'm, that I'm joking. You're, okay, here, fine. Here, it's fine. I'll do here, here, here. This is this is Boss Nas <clears> says. You so thinking you so greater than the Goongas? Anyway, sex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so we, we're talking. We're talking. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. All in one. <laughs> We're doing a marathon. I hate it here. That's so Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> what a could be Marvel players. Look, I got Joel H. Hutz. Anyway, and we're talking, and we're walking, and we're blowjobs. So we're, let's start with, um, what do you, let's just, you guys have favorites, and you have an order. So why don't we mm. jump into that? Oh. So our first sego is our personal rankings, and just brief mm. why. Oh, man. So Joel, Are we doing other films? First? Yeah, the just films. of the film. Right. Mm, yeah. No, uh, Star Wars trilogy. Not again. <laughs> anyway, who, who's first? You are, I just said. Oh, I didn't hear you over the smart ass. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Joel. Here we go. Uh, Start from number three. You're going right up. I get it. All right, so my third place uh, winner here, I give third place to... Dark Knight Rises. Bullshit. Yep. Sorry. I, it is my least favorite of this trilogy. I'm just kidding. Just because I'm bitter, like I said last time. I don't know. Uh, it just felt like they left us hanging with it. There, you know, I wasn't really fully on board with Catwoman. I wasn't really fully on board with. Well, they slightly mishandled uh, Talia, in my opinion. So there's just some mishandled characters. I don't really like. I don't appreciate the cliffhanger. As, as much as some other people do. That's basically where I'm coming from with Dark Knight Rises. I can respect your opinion as so. much as I disagree with it. Good. Okay. Doesn't mean you didn't like it. There's only three. One has right. to be last. Number two. Number two. Second place, I give 
to Batman Begins is number two. As Strong second. As you should. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like, I thought they did pretty good with setting up somewhat of an origin. Um, I don't think there's really any weak points for me in Batman Begins as far as character or story goes. Uh, I would say, obviously, there's some effects issues or just... Like we we've teased about it before the the jack o' lantern Batman at the end when they're all mm-hmm. in the narrow narrows you know he's got like a jack o' lantern face and there's some other things that might have been oh, maybe maybe the demon bat was over overdone I don't know there's Why maybe not? some I don't think so that's it's my opinion welcome to my opinion <laughs> welcome all right. to my fucking opinion it's not my it's not yours it's, it's mine <laughs> okay. Know. Sorry. Great. So number two is <clears throat> is Batman Begins only solely because there's just some things that might have been overdone maybe or a little over the top and hints right. hints of campiness maybe. Right. right. Not as much as the Schumacher films. Yep. Schumacher. What one one day will un will Which un- by the way rest his soul. <laughs> He's no longer with us, Joel. That, I'm not laughing at that. It's unfortunate that you interrupted Joel to say that because it sounded like I was laughing at death. I'm oh. not laughing at the fact <laughs> you interrupted Joel. I'm so sorry. Sidebar before you go on, though, Joel. I think next year when we do Marvel Phase 2, we're going to keep the tradition of doing Batman after I Marvel. I think we should. And we'll do the 89-92 Schumacher. Oh, okay. no. Yes. Oh, I forgot. No, no, no. Oh, wait, hold okay, on. Never hold mind. on. I forgot whose show it was, so... Okay, find somebody else to do your fucking intro. <laughs> no, come intros. on. You you have to be on that next year. I you're will. our Batman. Bat, I'm the Batboy. Um, and when we do Fifty Shades no, of Grey, you're Batpal. Well, I guess if we're going to be re-recording the Schumacher films, I would say we still have those golden nuggets recorded from our previous attempt. We can attempt, throw in some so stuff. We can. That, that'll be coming, uh, I don't know, sometime. Whenever you guys decide to release it. That'll I will just coming. release the whole I have thing. It. I that'll have be, it. That'll be coming about it. as fast as I did last night. Uh, number one best movie is... Joel, what's your number one? The Dark Knight. Of what? course. No way. Gets first place in my book. Uh, I have no complaints. Not by my diagnosis. Uh, other, than the, other than the school bus, maybe. But like... There's really not much wrong with The Dark Knight. I think it was a blend of... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is a horrible start. Anyway, Dark Knight is number one in my I'm having yet, fun. So. Did, uh, you have, did you say all you wanted to say about The Dark Knight? Because I know we did that stupid thing with the sanitizer. Go ahead. I mean, I think it. it's... It does a good job of sticking true to form, uh, but also staying true to their form and their like grounded universe thing. Um, the Joker they made for it fit everything. I don't know. I don't have any complaints really about the Dark Knight. Really, I, I cannot think of anything. I've never met so. a person that did. Yeah. Having said that, uh, may I go next? Yes, I'm done. We'll go around like this. Sure. You want me to go next? Sure. I'll go next. Go ahead. Look at us taking okay. turns. Look at us talking without interruption. Very nice. I'm yeah. proud of you. Oh. Number three, Batman Begins. Didn't it just, it's the weakest one to me. Uh, not because it's not good, but because I enjoyed it the least amount. So I had. Can I, I, qu- can I Aristotle you that? <laughs> <laughs> Does Aristotle interrupt people? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking sorry. these based on villains, essentially, because <clears throat> Batman 
stays the same throughout all these. And he's his voice is funny in this one too. But it just the villain wasn't as strong as the other two. Number two, The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, <laughs> I got you. I, you thought I was going to say. No, because I thought it really did stick the landing, even though it did have these um, cliffhangers. I think that was the point, is to just leave us with, we don't need to know what's going to happen. We don't need another, we don't need any more. Because okay. otherwise we're getting another origin story and another mm. this and another mm. that. And maybe someday they'll bring it back and be like, hey, remember 20 years ago we made that great film? Well, now Joseph Gordon-Levitt well, is Now night, everybody's dead. Is no, Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> and Bane. I really liked Bane. Uh, I loved his voice, surprisingly, because I know that was like a big He likes Bane's but. vein. Wow. I like uh, Bane's main vein. Got to go drain the main vein. The main vein. But Bane is great. I like him how he is not just a... He is... He's an intellectual. And now you have to die. <laughs> he's an intellectual, a military strategist. What? And he is imposing. He's physically imposing. Something we didn't see in the other two films. And then number one, The Dark Knight. Because it is the greatest film ever created in cinematic history, as you know. It is less of a Batman film and just more of a great drama film that got snubbed at the Oscars. The Joker, Heath Ledger, it, uh, one of the best, if not the best, acting performance that I've personally ever witnessed by a single actor. He just he was he was the character. There was nothing where everything was perfect for that performance. Batman had a better voice in this one and a better suit. And all the characters were just great, and we it it, it was I I it I can't even write. Yes, like the editing, the film editing, yeah. the pace, the stakes, mm -hmm. the tension throughout the entire thing. <clears throat> and I think the thing that really gets me is having watched it this time. I realized the Joker, like I said in the episode, controls. Basically the whole movie until the end when he's hanging upside down. And even then he's like, you, there, I Damage still, is done. I still turned Gotham's white knight uh, right. bad. Uh, the mob works for me. Like you I, I have nothing to lose here. And he controls every element of this film mm -hmm. and just eats up the scenery. Like it's yesterday's potluck lunch. Potluck has better leftovers. <laughs> Did you coke before you came over here? It was your turn to sniff. Uh, start again. <laughs> start again. <laughs> no. <clears throat> what? <laughs> Fine. Do yours. I don't want to do the sniff. I want to guess yours. I want to guess yours. Hey. Uh, the Dark Knight, because everybody loves it. Um, Batman Begins, because, like, Rachel, Katie Holmes. You said then, it wrong. And then number one, um, The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Because it just... Because it's what Ryan Johnson would have wanted. <laughs> okay. Ryan Johnson, by the way, in case you don't know, the director of the... Is the greatest the director greatest... in Star Wars other than George Lucas. Suck one. And Irvin Kirshner, excuse me. And J.J. Abrams. So really, he's the no. worst? J.J. Abrams did a solid movie with Force Awakens. We aren't talking about Star Wars right Why now. Why do though. we keep... Joel... Because we like to push Joel's shirt. button. He's wearing a BB-8 shirt, which is a cool You know what's shirt, funny? We're way. all wearing a different form of nerddom on our shirt. Joel has Star Wars. Christian has Pokemon. And I have the Green Bay Packers. I have all you the... You could be a sports nerd. I have all the evolutions on here. 
on my Great. shirt. And I got my Uzma Kappa hat on. That's from Monsters uh, University. Yep, yep, yep. Better than Monsters Inc. But we'll talk about that when we get Ooh, there. Ooh, strongly did I agree. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Before okay. I get mad. Before I get okay, angry. you need to actually say your rankings. Actually, top three. Film rankings, top three. Number three, The Dark Knight Rises. I agree with you, Joel. Actually, <laughs> yes, I do agree <laughs> with you. It's a good, it's a good solid movie. I like that it takes elements from both Batman Begins and The Dark Knight and kind of mixes them together into a, this final climax of the trilogy. It makes sense, but some of the stuff that some of the things that happen to the characters, like Talia being introduced too late in the game, right. and Bane being screwed over in the end, I <clears throat> that mm-hmm. kind of stuff I don't like. It's 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 a solid movie. It's it's about as solid as Return of the Jedi is as a conclusion. There it is again. But I'm not doing it as a joke though. I'm trying to be serious. Right. But Why? it so ended it on a good note, but there could have been so much more. And I was talking to my roommate about this earlier, <clears throat> but I want to save it until we get into characters yeah. during our Finn score. But it would have made the movie much better. I think you and I might have a lot of things to say when we get to characters because mm-hmm. especially yeah. Batman Begins is number two. Solid origin story. Hit the mark. Brand new rebooting Batman after the Schumacher films, which left, I think, a lot of fa- I wasn't a huge fan at the time. I was too young. But I lo- I loved the Joel Schumacher movies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But, exactly. The key word I, is there when you're I a kid. I didn't get into this and, and Batman Begins until I saw the, the trilogy in theaters, but I didn't get into Batman like this until I saw these movies. Really, like thinking, like, and that's why I enjoy watching it for this show because Mm -hmm. you really get to dive into it and examine the movies and appreciate the what they did with Batman Begins and telling that origin story. Yeah, and that's whoa, that's what Christopher Nolan said in that the documentary I spoke about in the last episode. I believe it's called The Fire Rises. You can Mm -hmm. find it on YouTube. It's free. It's an hour and fifteen minutes long. It's pretty good. But he talked about how he. One of the producers was talking about how he wanted to explore the period between when Bruce's parents get shot to him becoming Batman. When I first spoke to Chris about doing Batman Begins, Chris said, you know, I want to do it in a very grounded manner. I definitely want to do an origin story, and I'm definitely interested in, in capturing or exploring what happened from the time his parents were killed to the time he actually became Batman. The idea of recreating a character, of reestablishing an icon, we didn't really have a, a framework to look at for how you do that. And I don't know if that's ever been told in... Well, I mean, they're doing that. They did that with yeah. Gotham, the, sh- the show. But, <clears throat> well, I, yeah. well, I mean, Cinematically, before yeah. but this point in the comics, I mean, is what oh, I'm okay. saying. Yeah. Did they? Do you know? Have you? I do not. I am What's not, the question? Uh, if they had explored what happened to Bruce in between him, his parents getting murdered in front of him to... Um, becoming the Batman, how Not he really. became the Batman. Not really. And it's funny because in the other ones, this movie the old did ones, it pretty perfectly. They just show flashbacks of just the origin. Like we've seen his parents die maybe six times. Yeah. I just watched the beginning of Batman versus Superman and they even show it very beautifully visually they do. in yeah, that sequence. Give I give him credit, give him credit for credit. that. But yes. Give him credit, Joel. Do it! No movie is all the way bad. Or that. Batman Begins is a great origin story. It opens up the trilogy really well. It it stays within that comfort zone of 
they had um, a mixture of the comic book storyline and the kind of comic booth booth. <laughs> well, the comic booth, as you the know, comic, set up at Comic Con. No, they had they had a mixture of the comic book. Aesthetic. I can't talk tonight. Wow. Okay, Aesthetic. Mike Tyson. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Dark Knight. It's a, it's a great movie. And um, final. It. Well, the Dark Knight Rises right, really got to me because it's personal. Because he breaks his back. Uh, no, it's final. <laughs> That's fantastic. But they brought together the comic book story aesthetic with grounding it in realism to a certain extent. Yeah. And they did it pretty well. Now, my number one, obviously, is The Dark Knight. Knight. I mean, how can it not be? It has an amazing, it has a really, it's a great kind of callback to The Godfather when you you think about it a little bit. Yeah, I talked about the, yeah. Yeah, it's like they... Like they said, it's a mob movie. It's a crime right. drama. But it's done with a comic book character. And the whole point of that documentary was, I, th- I feel it w- their thesis for that was to prove that, to prove that Batman as a character and as a story is worthy of being among cinema's best works. Anyone could argue that this trilogy fundamentally rewrote the book on the superhero movie. And its ripple effects are so far-reaching, you can see it in other superhero movies, how their advertising campaigns are trying to employ a lot of the same techniques to showcase that this movie genre has grown up, and it is cinematic. You got movie stars who are also Oscar-winning actors. You had critical acclaim. You also had nomination-worthy work. The Dark Knight movies did establish that these kind of movies can be serious artistic objects in addition to being big pop culture blockbusters. These movies are in another category. I mean, the Dark Knight movies, to me, uh, recall things like the Godfather trilogy and other sort of epic narratives in American cinema. The transition to the point that was like a godsend where an independent filmmaker who happened to have a passion for a character and a love for a character, even though he did not have endless credits for huge studio pictures, was allowed to express his vision for it and execute his vision in full support by the studio and everyone involved. The bar would be raised so high that all of a sudden, in something that was always unheard of, Audiences could walk out of a movie based on a comic book, based on a superhero, and instead of saying, that was a great superhero movie, that was a great comic book movie, at last, what they could say? That was a great film. I think the movies as they are, are that. I think they accomplished that to some degree. You know what's cool about these movies? You can, it's believe, you, it's a guy that dresses up like a bat but they make it believable mm-hmm. and they and make cheesy. and you feel like there, you're living in it are you suspending yeah. your disbelief really yeah. in moments in the movie i mean there are parts in dark knight rises where you're like okay he's uh, fighting around in a bat suit and it looks a little silly but well i know but yeah. those are few and far between but that's right. that's the whole point right right that 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 tells you that they achieved their ultimate goal with this trilogy cuz they literally want wanted 
everything grounded because they wanted you to feel like it was happening today. Like outside your door, this could be the real world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, yeah, technically Batman has always been a grounded character, but then... More grounded have, than the rest of them. Right, because he's just a... He, he does not have super, quote, powers. And so, yes, he's always been one of the more grounded, average Joe, if that's a thing, superhero. Uh, but, like, they brought it into, you know, the, the current climate of the time, the, you know, the socioeconomic climate. They... they Which wasn't really anything going on, on in 2005. Got, right. Well, I'm talking more... I so gotcha, with, yeah. The recession and whatever the whatever uh they they reflected the america that was and really put it in mm-hmm. with i which i think i feel like the other you know the other batman versions kind of like they feel like they're kind of out somewhere else you don't really feel like it's because they're, they're all surrealist techn- yeah. Almost. yeah yeah like yeah. you feel claustrophobic because you're like gotham is literally the only city that exists gotham well those, that those movies the art direction is very gothic if yeah. you will yeah yeah steam coming out of everywhere <clears throat> steam coming out of the ground all and almost every shot on the street what i think is cool about these is they all have two villains really they do but they one do. of them kind of gets screwed in the end and all of them yeah because that's ring theory hello 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 <laughs> that was frank from father of the bride you watched that reunion didn't you i did okay it was beautiful i want to buy eight hot dogs and eight hot dog buns to go with them but no one sells eight hot dog buns they only sell 12 hot dog buns so i end up paying for four buns i don't need so i am removing the superfluous buns I'm sorry, sir, but you're going to have to pay for all 12 buns. They're not marked individually. Yeah. You want to know why? Because some big shot over at the Wiener Company got together with some big shot over at the Bun Company and decided to rip off the American public because they think the American public is a bunch of trusting nitwits who pay for things they don't need rather than make a stink. Well, they're not ripping off this nitwit anymore because I'm not paying for one more thing I don't need. George Banks is saying no. Who's George Banks? (laughs) (laughs) Have you, you... Martin, Steve Martin. You know what? We're sidetracked. Can I just pause you? Yes. Your shirt kind of pisses me off. Why? (laughs) Because it has Flareon and Jolteon on the top row with then another generation. I don't know the name. But then it has Vaporeon. That's Espeon. Okay. And then it has Vaporeon on the bottom row. Why not put Generation 1, all of them, and then the next one and the next row? Instead of mixing them up, weird. You have two Gen 1s, and then the other one is at the last one. You have a good... I don't know like why. That's, that, there's um, no. That's chaos. That shirt is chaos. Maybe the Joker oh, printed there it. There you go. Which leads me to our next point. The Joker is an amazing character. And Perfect segue. Perfectly acted. Perfectly performed. Amazing performance. And I did not do Heath Ledger justice by my crappy <laughs> impression of his Joker performance. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. But but you know I do. Can you do I, I the really rest of the do. pod with doing Christian Bale's um, voice? I guess we should move on to the. Okay, next please segment. stop. Should, I can't do it the whole time. Well, oh, good for you. Just <laughs> go. <laughs> Let's all do our best Christian Bale. Uh, oh, I don't want to do it. Actually, give your best shot. Rachel. Rachel. <sighs> 
Just go. Stay off the fucking set, man. <laughs> Use a different line. Okay. Joker. You excommunicated. That's by getting a psychopath. I think we've had enough of impressions. Okay. okay. Have we? It's too fun. You're just too much. No, fun. it's fun. Is moving on to the next top three. Um, the next top three is actually. Um, I have to pause you real quick because I'd like to give a shout out. Um, if you notice on my my arm here, oh, yes. I, I'm yes, sporting your, a new tattoo. New ink. And I, I'm pretty, I don't know, maybe he does listen, but I doubt it. I should have talked about it while I was getting it, but, wow. uh, tattoo artist, one of the best around Matt Limbers of dearly departed tattoos in Milford, Michigan. It's a beautiful little, you went a ways for that yeah, tattoo. It's a beautiful little historical district there. I've been there. And it's in like this old like house, the tattoo studio. Beautiful. And you know he's Hannah, great. So right? if you want a hat to, hat to. If you want a tattoo, <laughs> call me Christian. Ink your hat. <laughs> if you want a tattoo, Matt Limbers. Or uh, Mark Clifford is the other artist there. And mm-hmm. I've never I've never met him, but I know he's pretty good too. Dearly Departed Tattoo, Milford, Michigan. Great place. But yeah. Hannah. Yeah. Did they pay us? Hannah. No, no they didn't. They didn't. But kidding. he deserves a shout out. Anyway, yes. Hannah no, no, Brink. No, no. Never mind. No, no, no. Mind. Oh, wow. Hannah who? Hannah Lynch. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Okay. What about friend, her? Friend of me and uh, Spencer. Oh, she... I just wanted to know if you knew her. No, that uh, was her, our next that was her hometown. Yeah. Oh, Milford? Yeah. It's a cute little town. You that's you the, that's the only reason I know about You've it. You've been there? Really. I mean, I've driven through it. Because uh, Genevieve. Like, it's from Milford? Beautiful girlfriend who we just celebrated a year. So Congratulations. Congratulations, yes. I mean Joel. So we... Uh, she lives in Commerce Township, which is yeah. kind of over, yep. right. So, uh, crap, I forgot what we were doing. We might have been. Outside we, of Detroit. We were going somewhere. Um, this was like in in lockdown, like peak lockdown, mm-hmm. whatever. So we were constantly outside doing outside activities. So mm-hmm. we were over there on that side. Doing a little roll anyway, in the hay. <laughs> point is, I think we were, to get to our destination, we had to drive through Milford. Should have stopped so, and got a tat. Yeah. Next time I will. How about that? No, he's really good. He, fu- I got to show you this. You, um, I, I just, you had, I have to sidebar. I have to show you guys this. This is really cool. Sure. This, um, he's really good with like color and stuff, but I have to show you, he did this one. Oh, that's cool. I don't that's know who that is. Nine Tails. Nine Tails. Yeah. Look at that. Spencer is showing us very vibrant, cool tattoos. Throw the Instagram handle out Look there. Look at this one. That one what's, is really cool. What's, what is That's the Instagram? Awesome. What's the, so what's the can, Instagram handle? Oh, you can so. follow him at Matthew Limbers Tattoo. No spaces, no uh, punctuation, nothing. Just Matthew Limbers Tattoo. And there you he's go. great. He's very he's impressive. Great. He's amazing. He does awesome, cool stuff. But I had to just pause real quick for that. Our next topic I have, I don't know how you have it, Christian, but we're going to go by this one. This is the master schedule. Top three vehicles. So we're going to talk vehicles. Hey, you just said vehicles like... Uh, are we snaking around or what? Yeah. you. So, Christian, you like what? I said it like what? Rose City Motors. Remember those? That guy? I don't know God, what pick you're out talking your vehicle. about. Sundance Motors vehicles. We're local riding guy, horses local guy. and flying if on if you're, if you're listening to this outside of Michigan, you don't know <laughs> what the fuck we're talking about, so it's fine. If you want to get a car, you stop down to Batman yeah. Motors. That wasn't my info yeah. show. Holy it holy. was gonna be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you get a blow, G. 
Rich Lalonde from <laughs> Batman so, Motors, Fox okay. Motors. Okay, we're talking about vehicles. I'll go first. Bat vehicles, V Bat. You should be driving a Bat Wing from Summit Place. Bat Wing, Summit Place. Bat Wing. That's awesome. You're welcome. Nobody knows it though. <laughs> Again, know. if you're sorry, I just kind of outside of Michigan. Sorry, your mouth. Or West Michigan, even. West Michigan weather. Um, top three vehicles, starting with number number three. Starting with your honorable mentions. Honorable I mentions. I have only one. three. I have one. <laughs> I have one. But go ahead. Okay, uh, number one, Rachel's car in Batman Begins. It's a lovely. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Oldsmobile Cutlass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, let's go. No, anyway. Ryan. Forget it. Number three, vehicle rankings, Tumblr. Tumblr, it's a great vehicle. It's, well, it, Batman Begins, it's the baseline. It's the first Batmobile, which, fun fact, they weren't going to include the Batmobile. I remember very clearly saying to the studio, what do you need in this film? Like, what are you going to be upset about? What are you going to be missing? I said to him, well, would it be cool, would it fit into your version if he had a car? Because I love the Batmobile. And I remember very clearly sitting there and nodding and going, okay, I'll think about how to do that. But knowing that I couldn't conceive of any way at that stage to get the Batmobile into the film. I had been assuming we would not deal with that at all, or that would be something that if somebody made sequels later on, because it seemed so fanciful. But once I'd heard that from the studio, they weren't imposing it. But it was clear that just emotionally, you know, it wasn't going to be Batman for them without the Batmobile. They weren't saying they needed to sell a bunch of toys or anything. It was just kind of like, it's going to be disappointing without it. And I thought, okay, let's take that on board. And it became a narrative challenge to sit there with David Goyer and figure out how do we make that credible in, in our telling. And it became one of the most important elements of the film. And indeed, it was probably the first line I wrote on the film, really before David had even written his draft, was the, you know, the does it come in black line. Because selling the Batmobile had sort of become symbolic to me of the entire process that we we're going to have to go through in terms of making Batman a credible cinematic figure in this more realistic telling. The Batmobile, the costume. Gotham itself has to be completely rethought. They Ooh, the, one, I have to watch that. That kind of goes with what you were saying, Joel, where they would work in into the script, including yeah. these things. Right. They they would write whatever they did. They did it with purpose, and they wrote it into the script. He did it because he thought, well, like what he said, an emotional response from the audience. People yeah. will expect a Batmobile, and he had to have it there in some form. So they did the tumbler. It worked out, and it came in black. Mm -hmm. Number two. Does it come in black? <laughs> no, it's more like, does it come in black? That was much better. Why, yes, Mr. Wayne. That was bad. Joel's is Joel's better. the Morgan. We all have our own things. I don't know what you're talking about. See, not bad. My name is Red. No, it isn't. It's gonna, Christian. You're okay. going to tell us that number two number or two. not? <laughs> yeah, okay. Stop. Number two. Which you'd heard of. Fuck up. The Bat. The Bat from Dark Knight Rises. Cool vehicle. Yeah, I didn't think... Know. The one shot at the end of the movie when he's like doing flips over the city, like the skyscrapers and stuff, I thought the cinematography of that wasn't that cool. But the main thing I love about the Bat is the sound effect. The sound design when it turns... 
when it turns on. No, That's he doesn't not... turn into Curly from the Three Stooges. <laughs> but it's <Yeah>. the, <laughs> the 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 big bassy. Yeah, like when it turns on, it flies. It makes a cool like propeller sort of sound. It's cool design. I like it. The only, the only thing is, it doesn't have autopilot. But anyway. Number one, oh, oh, you got the it. The bat pod makes the when it does. The, yeah, I, for some yeah. reason, I forgot you were talking Which about the bat. Which goes to my number one, the bat pod. I just love the design. I love. I remember this from the past too, listening to it in an interview or whatnot, or a featurette. That the engine, or the right, am I right? The engine is in the tire. They had to design it so that yeah. the engine was inside of the tire. Yes, mm-hmm. that's awesome. That is awesome. I love how the wheels do that. They turn horizontally. The yeah, thing. and there they you flip. Go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, really cool shot. Whenever they do that, whenever they when he during the truck scene when he rides it up the wall and flips back oh, and lands, awesome. that's awesome. Flips the truck, awesome. Love the bat pod, cool design. You're turning me on that one. On no, <laughs> yeah. And it's a cool. It's a cool new take on the bat mobile, in that it's a and, bike. Well, he always had a motorcycle anyway. He did. This one. I'm pretty sure he does in the new one anyway. I know that. Look, I'm pretty sure he has a bat cycle. Hmm. I'll go next. I have an honorable mention, and um, I think you'll agree, and I, I think you'll wish that you'd have thought of it. Bruce's Lamborghini. Ah, I knew it. Bruce's okay. Lamborghini. The thing Damn is, it. dope as fudge, and I love fudge. But that's an honorable mention. He can take it out and about and still be cool. And people don't know he's Batman. Number three. The Bat. Now, these were really tough, I want you to know. And I love all these vehicles. The Bat just happened to fall the least with me, I guess. I mean, lots of cool, lots of cool, lots of cool. And it flies, it flies, it has the cool, but I think... You're mirroring us. (laughs) It has the cool... The thing that really really knocks it down for me is the plot hole it's involved with was when does he eject? Number two... (laughs) I think you know where <laughs> Number two. Coming to, uh, number two. <laughs> the Bat Pod, because of all the reasons you said it's great, the the one, again, the knock on it that I have is it's a little too simple for me. And they do the whoop, 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 whoop thing a little There's too much in Dark Knight Rises. There's beauty in simplicity, but I'm sorry. It's your opinion. I'm sorry. It's Go number ahead. two. Ow. And, good. Karma's a bitch, bitch. That's what you get. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Number one, the tumbler, because it's just this machine. It's yes. a brand new, <laughs> this military <laughs> machine. It's practical that he would use this. Even though the tires are like out front, I love that design. It's such a different take from any Batmobile that we've seen. It's not just a tricked out car. It's not a car with like wings. It's not an extra long car. It's this. <laughs> vehicle <laughs> i like how it's a war vehicle really. yes yes which explains why you can't just shoot it almost it. looks like a militarized mm. police vehicle right like, yeah like a tank it's so a, a police vehicle he's in a what are those called tank mpvs or there's a specific acronym know. for a vehicle like that but that's sort of what it oh, is oh i yeah I don't. You know what I'm talking. about. I mean, there's like if anyone's played Metal Gear Solid Five, I do know know what what you're talking about. about. But I just love the name too, and I love how until the bat, like, because the bat pod was never called the bat pod in the movies. It was never spoken, right? No. They went out of their way. No, it was. 
When? Will you be wanting the back putter? Oh, okay. But it just seemed like they, really at first... Alfred in the middle of the day? They went out of their way to not say Batmobile as long as they could. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what is this? It's the Tumblr. Ah, I didn't say it. They didn't say Batmobile ever, did I, they? No, right, exactly. Because okay. that kind of sounds... What, what would have been funny is if Alfred would have been like, are you taking the Batmobile? And he's like, the Tumblr? That would have been, cool. been funny. That, that would have been really worked. cool. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, or is or is that what they're calling it on the news? That would have been funny cool. too. Lots of missed opportunities. You know what? The Dark Knight sucks. No. <laughs> JK LOL H I hop in to the Tumblr. Joel. Alright, here's mine. <clears throat> so third place I have put the bat pod. Uh just because I don't it doesn't do much for me. Like, yeah, the movement is cool and all that, but like as far as the like uh practicality. Like, he's totally exposed. Yeah. Uh, if you think about the strategic... Strategery. Uh, yeah, the strategic. It does allow him to get through tight Can spaces. I... I'm going to pause you real quick. I'm sorry. The Tumblr, the reason that was number one for me, I forgot, is because it holds the bat pod. Like, the bat pods, I love okay. that little where okay. you don't, and it, it right. comes out, it's birthed like that's from cool. the Tumblr. Like I like that really, really cool. Of, of it the bat comes Carry out on. of the Tumblr? Yeah. Yep, it does. It's one of the wheels. <laughs> You said it, it's right. burst. Anyway, yeah. so that's, I don't know, Batpod, he's just overly exposed. Like, it's really cool. Still has weapons, still can maneuver and do a bunch of cool stuff, but it's just very lacking to me. Uh, Fair enough. Second place, I put the bat. Ah. I put the bat second place. It probably would have been first, but here is my primary gripe with the bat. Autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> Propeller. I do not, and this is something I don't know if I really picked up on it as much uh, on the viewings prior to this last one, but this one I really noticed. I was like, oh, shit, it's a propeller. This thing's not, it's partially jet-powered, obviously. Right. But, ah, I don't know. I I don't know if that's the right <laughs> aesthetic choice for a, a bat or a bat wing type of vehicle because... I, I I dug the '89 actual bat wing. Anything that's a bat that wing. That thing's a piece yeah. of shit. Listen, Chris. He shoots it out of the sky with I a don't give a f- elongated a pistol. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot whose list this was. Yeah. What don't you fucking understand? I'm just kidding. We can give input on each other's lists. Anyway, so I I that's why it's second. I everything else about it, I, it looks very. It reminds me of. Like Arkham Batwing, which is really cool, except for the Arkham Batwing. Instead of a propeller on its belly, it carries the fucking Batmobile, which maybe that should have been a consideration. Wow, they made. spoiler alert. Uh, I'm sorry if you haven't played all the Arkham games. Boo-hoo. What is an Arkham? Kidding. Exactly. Kidding. So that's my thing with with the bat. And number one is the Tumblr, Tumblr. of course. Tumblr. Batmobile. Um yeah, I mean, is it's probably my second favorite. Yeah, my second favorite Batmobile design. What's oh, first? First is probably the '89. The phallic HR Geiger from Batman Forever. Shut, shut, <laughs> shut your mouth. No, uh, no, I penis mobile. No, it's probably it's talk about it next summer. Number, number. No, it's from the uh, animated series. That's probably my number one. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can dig it. So I concur. Then it's this. Uh, then it's the then it's the tumbler because it's just a tank, as we said before. Um, I don't know. Just really tactical and 
they did a good job at modernizing something, but yet keeping the exotic look of it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they didn't go overboard either way. Like, they didn't go overly U.S. military, and they didn't go overly, like... Fanciful, make it look as like Nolan a, would say. Let's put thing. fucking wings on it, you know? Like, right. they didn't do that, so... Yeah. Well, in fact, it wasn't even really designed for Batman, which is another, right. like, it's practical because it's not even That's black That's why it works first. so well. Yeah. Here's what I don't like, though. Here's what I don't like when when they show up with two or three more of them in Dark Knight Rises. It's like, <laughs> well, they can get, get them, too. Well, they're mass-produced. I don't That's because care. Bane I don't took care. them. I don't care. And he has extra ones. You care. mean you're just Batman and he just took them? Is that possible? <laughs> but... I I don't know why that's such a gripe with you though. Are you saying you want the bat, the tumbler to be its own it thing? Like it should be unique. Like, yeah, it, it should, should be. It's the one and only Batmobile. Okay, you know, the old like, good car, bad and I car. I thought the routine. whole thing. I, I thought the whole thing was like you know they not exactly discontinued them. So I mean, it, would it be all that bad to just not have any other ones in the films? Like you don't need to like okay say oh well the rest are still sitting around. Let us be, show you. There <laughs> might be symbolism in that. It's like a surplus store. No, that Batman's own weapons are being used against him. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of take that with uh, the Har- Harvey Dent's sacrifice backfiring I on guess. them like, with I, I his get speech. That. But I don't, they could have done something else. Do you think they all have motorcycles in them? I don't think so. Maybe so that's what makes his that? unique. <laughs> Because okay. that would have been a little overkill. The thing they of, all just like, ah, you blew up our machines again, and they all just came out I with think, bat pods. Or I think they added the, tum- pods. the Tumblr to Rocket League. Seriously? Okay. I think they did. Um, but dope. Dope. Here's the That's thing. Dope. Also, the ones, Bane's men have the, the freaking cannon yes. on them. So, I don't know. That's weird. What happened to his Tumblr? It Whoops. blew up. One more person hits this table... It's over. We can't have that. That was a really cool noise, though. It, like, echoed. That was cool. Sounded like Bane. What happened to his tumbler in up. that Dark Knight Rises? It How come he doesn't broken. have it, though? Because it was broken. He, had, he has the bat pod. That's what was left of it. It, like, blew up, remember? It was destroyed. I guess. And, of course, he could have gotten another one. Why didn't he get another one? Because he, at that point, he wasn't Batman anymore. So he didn't need it. All oh, right, like but Spider-Man. He, no he kept the holes. bat pod, I guess. There's, there's some holes there. Dig it up, uh, holes. Mm. But I, the Tumblr to me, it's cool. I like it. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's a nice modern take on, it's a nice modern believable take that fits in the world that they made. But. And it's cool I, he can move uh, in positions in there. Like it's not just a car. It's, I, that's cool it's, too. He can go down low for aiming and shooting and then he just sits up. That would be uncomfortable having to have your neck on. Right, but right. Very but, cool. But, uh, yeah, I the back of it makes it look like a vehicle from, like, Jack 3 or something. Jack. Or some sort of hot, like, demolition derby racing game. I have a demon in me. Sorry, yes. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of demons, hey, next year for Halloween, we or, should do uh, the Borderlands. Conjuring. We should do the Conjuring I, universe. No. No. Why? Next year, I said... Hold on. We'll discuss it. Sorry. I just like to say these things to get them out there before I forget. Not in front of the child. I don't like scary. (laughs) We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it right now. Okay. No. Later. Okay. Later. It's later. All right. Speaking of... You ever ever have a picture? You ever have a picture? You ever show somebody a picture of you and you're like, oh, here's one of me when I was younger. 
Well, no shit. Every picture is of you when you were younger. Uh, <laughs> if you're like, hey, a, this is of one of that's me a good one, next dog. year. <laughs> good one. <laughs> that's Top funny. three gadgets. Top three gadgets. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I too loud for you? That's who I am. I will ramp it down, though. Just, just tell me. You don't need a sign signal off air. They <laughs> Sign signal delivered. Number three is actually very near and dear to my heart because it is tonight's sponsor. We got the Joker uh, shoe blade coming at you from Skechers. It's the S-Blade. Having trouble with bullies at school? Strap on the old S-Blade from Skechers. It's the S. All you got to do is stop twice like, 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 like Dorothy going back to Kansas. And you got a blade. No bully's going to want to mess with you. You shake their fucking shins right off. <laughs> and they're not going to mess with you anymore. But if they still do, they can get a splint for the shin. Get them in their balls. They're not going to be able to have kids. No little demon spawns running around bullying your kids. That's right, folks. Skechers, it's the S and it's the blade. And if you call now, you can get the other shoe. <laughs> for just an additional $19.95 but if you call right now now within the next 10 seconds we're going to give you a free makeup kit with a shank and a, a chatterbox uh, wind up teeth knife gear and, and, and that's if you call right now and this is a, a $300,000 investment we're giving it to you basically for free $19.95 call now Skechers it's the S and it's the shank say no to bullying Um. so number three is the Joker uh, shoe blade try went, our flip flop version I. oh man no, but um, <laughs> are you a basketball player? Sick of getting fouled? Double tap your heel and you got the shanker. You're not going to get fouled anymore. They're going to clear the lane. They're not going to call a charge on you. That's a slam dog, mister. So number three, the Joker shoe blade. I'm counting that as a gadget, even though it doesn't. Does it get it's it? It's in there for about two seconds. You, Is it a gadget? You always do this Because shit. I wanted to be different. We're all going to have, oh, the vehicles. I had to have something different. Because there's three vehicles. But to be different, honorable mention, the Lamborghini. It's a vehicle. This is a gadget. And I think it's cool because you don't see it coming. And he just kicks you. Ouch. Ah, man. I forgot about <laughs> Alfred's sneaky. race car. <laughs> we got Rachel home so oh, quick. Oh, no. <laughs> that's yeah, really good. Yeah. Honorable mention vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, that now I think you guys know where I'm going to go with this, right? He has a lot of gadgets. I mean, the only oh. logical number two is that thing that shuts down the paparazzi cameras. How handy would that be oh, as a celebrity? Yeah, because it's so all subtle. About that. They're that's taking awesome. pictures. He just clicks a button and then here's you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really cool. It's like the um, no pictures, the, please. The deluminator from Harry Potter, only something. That makes so, sense. It's not magic. You're saying I'm Dumbledore? I am saying you're Dumblebat. Number one, though, cool. I did. I went traditional because there is no gadget better than the Batarang. Come on. The Batarang. Although it is a little weird when he sticks it in those people's neck and rises. He pulls it out, looks at it, and then falls. I don't, is it poison? I don't understand it. But You just answered your own question. <clears throat> did he put poison on it? <laughs> They're tranks. Are they? I did not know that. Did I miss that in the explanation from Do they Lucius? Does Nolan need to write it into the script for you? Yeah, but they're they cool. Need, they they're need to cool. ex- exposition that <clears throat> to And I you. like how they 
show him making them also. And they're just sleek. I don't really know if they're practical. Like, would they really fly that design? Like, are they weighted right? But they're cool. They probably would have killed you, but they're neat. And I like them. So, and it makes sense for the design on the chest, the, the Dark Knight logo. Like, that's a sharp, like, very... Um, What's the word when something is... I mean, it's sharp, but Angular. It's, it, yeah, it's it's a neat little sleek design, so there it makes go. sense that it would be sharp. It's not just this cheesy, I got a bat, and it's metal, and I fly. But um, that's that's number one, the okay. Batarang. Yeah. Uh, Joel, my, go for my it. My turn. Joel! Okay. All right, so here we go. Here's my top three gadgets. Number three is going to be that little bat boot fra- Ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Number three, the bat boot. My, uh, bat boot freak. The bat boot coming the, at you from Nike. Just do it. The babu freak. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, the bat frequency chip that he has in his boot. Oh. He tosses down and the calls a bat. Uh, I just thought that was pretty cool. It's like a it's like a one time thing. Uh, but yeah. so that's probably why it's like my third place. Um, but what it does is awesome. Another Arkham thing. And there is a, remember that. Yes. Remember that bat frequency <laughs> yes. thing that called the army of bats. Get by the bat. That was cool. Listen, and <laughs> and that you can you can kind of do that in like the Arkham games. So I'm partial. Remember to it. remember the Arkham video games. Those remember cool. that time when I left the show in the middle of the show because I was <laughs> that's getting... one of the segments. I think okay. he's threatened to leave in each episode. Very good, Joel. Very good. I hear Tony. Sar- I feel threatened. <laughs> I feel threatened. What's your number two? Number two. Second place on the gadgets list for me is going to be the Batarang. Obviously, uh, it's iconic. I can't wait for number It's one. versatile. Um, it's a silent killer. A it's watchful very, protector. Sure. Um, <laughs> a dark Batarang. It's just got a bunch of mini watchful protectors. Uh, so that's, uh, that's number two for me. Number one. You guys excited for this? I oh, am because I don't know. I'm riveted. What could possibly come after? Well, I the, mean, I get. I mean, the grappling, grappling gun. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That go. is my favorite, just because go. of how much like, the legacy of that classic. is the lifeline. You know, that's like his lifeline. He zips out <laughs> there, swoops in, saves the day. It's that's that's it's it the for most me. integral part of yeah, his utility belt. Yeah. How much do you weigh? Nobody said the utility belt because that holds all the gadgets. That doesn't count. That's a cop out. That's a cop out. Oh, Watch, no. that's his number oh, wait. one. Crap. No, that's okay. a really good gadget. So, Honorable mention for me. <laughs> so those are my top three. Christian. Okay. <laughs> Who is it? Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> gadgets, I'm going to say. <clears throat> number four. Fly. Kick your fucking ass. I want you off the fucking set, you prick. I think he's going to get a four factor. Go ahead, Christian. Okay, number four for gadgets. Help me out here. What is that uh, rifle that he uses in The Dark Knight Rises? Is it with the sticky bombs? Oh, no. The, no, no, uh, no, no, the no. light put her out. The, the, is that what it does? I don't... Or is it a concussion rifle? The, oh, and he's no, on it's the an ba- electrical charge type thing, right? Okay. Where he screws over the guys on the bikes? Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, it's like a bigger version of the thing he shuts the camera. That's down, the honorable really. mention number four. I just what think it, that that gadget. Oh, okay, he uses. okay, gotcha. It's, it's cool. awesome. I really like it. It's a cool yeah. design. It'd be fun to use in a game. Wink. Um, number three, number three is the Batarang tranquilizer. 
that he uses in The Dark Knight Rises. The, Christopher the, you know, the, spell it out. the thing that Spencer didn't know what it was, so we had to tell him. I knew, bitch. It's called Show <laughs> Not Tell. It's a part of cinema. But it's cool. I like the design of them. I think it was pretty slick looking. Yeah. But I agree. They're kind of cute little guys, They're, aren't they? Well, I like how one the tip of one of the wings is like like elongated. Yeah. So I like your sound. It's not flaccid, too. but it. it uh, no, that was me last night. Uh, anyway, battering. <laughs> Joel, don't interrupt me. <laughs> you know it's funny. Uh, uh, you, you know what I call my penis? The battering. Swing. Just comes right back to me. <laughs> uh, they're gonna say he cuts right through her. Anyway. There it is. Go ahead, Christian. What's your number two? Number two, I'm gonna say the what what you said, the bat boot frequency modulation device yeah. thing that causes the army of bats to show up, which sadly we don't see appear in any of the other two movies. Right. For some reason. Did they kill all the bats in Gotham? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 the, the bat's balls drop off? Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Coronavirus got them. Uh Got okay. the bats. They didn't allow them to use bats anymore. It was, it was government regulated. Hey, Batman, no that more bats. Come on. That the whole ecosystem. You know that. I do but know that. I do think that you could make a theory that Guana. Gotham government, city government, mm-hmm. uh, hunted down all the bats in Gotham. Or put it. installed frequency things to get rid of them so he couldn't use that gadget anymore. But that would have been really helpful during uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what if this would have been cool? Bane just takes one, bites his head off. Okay, Ozzy. Okay. No Bane. Yeah, that would be that would be the Joker though, because the you Joker's can do like, it, Bane. Uh, it Bite Joker, his fucking head off. That was such a cool <laughs> Rob cameo. Schneider. That was a cool cameo That's in Little Nicky. That movie not great, but that was a cool cameo. But I thought I would <laughs> <laughs> release the good. <laughs> Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. The the only thing I can think of when I think of that movie, <laughs> two things actually. The boob head, we yeah, know. Boob head and Hitler pineapple is is is, that the, is that, that's the only thing. What? Oh man! I love release the god. <laughs> All right, back on track here. Mom! <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, everybody. Yeah. Anyway, that was a sidebar. Um, yes, it was. Number one, and you guys, I'm surprised you didn't say this, the memory cloth. See, so the I memory that cloth that allows suit. him to get, to glide. That's a really I good one. I consider that part of the it, suit. That's why. Yes, it's still but, a gadget, though. Okay, but... Oh, here, this, I go. This, this, <laughs> <laughs> here I go. Here I go. Here I go. <laughs> no, it's like it's like the L sketch from Jim. It's, you know, it kind of sounds like Rachel from The Dark Knight because she's kind of Valley Girl. <laughs> That's the thing that made the job. least amount of sense that you have ever said. Bull, and we are all dumber having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Original, thank you. Okay, it's not original. I didn't claim to be original. There's a billion guys with beards. I'm just the coolest. Continue. What? Ah, uh, you don't fucking understand. It's almost beard season. No, well, uh, the memory cloth, because this, it, we've seen it, like, I just watched Batman 89, not convincing mm-hmm. with the let cape. Me, let me flap this. All right, yeah, rag. it looks, 
looks like a Halloween USA costume. Let's be honest. Spirit Halloween. I do like in these real quick. In the Dark Knight trilogy. I just got this from the old Toys R Us. In the Dark Knight trilogy, how everything he wears is practical. It's not just oh, this looks exactly. They they made the cape something that he could actually use instead of just that's cool to justify it because they talked about that in the documentary as well. Really, with Batman, it was all about the darkness visually, the ears, the cape. And it sounds obvious in retrospect, but what you learn very rapidly is without that cape, he isn't Batman. He's some kind of futuristic SWAT-type guy. You know, Without the ears and the cape, no matter how much else you retain, it's not Batman without those, those elements. He's not Batman without the cape. Otherwise, he's just some vigilante, just weird. Yeah, otherwise, he's Rat-Man. Because so, bats are just flying rats. Bats aren't rodents, Dr. Meridian. This, this was their way of legitimizing the cape, making it so that he could touch it and send an electric charge. You know, you saw the movie. You know how it works. But I, I think that's really cool how they in- integrated it that way, that he actually uses it, and you can actually, like in Hong Kong, yeah. when he jumps off base jumping pretty much and you hear like the flapping in the wind mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. he crashes it that's cool yes it's really cool and at the end of batman begins when he flies away it's just a really cool design that enables batman to actually fly like a bat instead of using the grapple fly gun like an which we don't see him use really other than batman begins anytime he needs to leave he uses it <laughs> I mean, okay, he used whatever, it in the but. Dark Knight, didn't he? I only remember him using it in the Dark Knight or, or Batman Begins when he had un, uh, unconscious I'm Rachel not say it and he it's goes for one of the other seconds. So. Okay, okay, but that's my that's mine. I like I like the memory cloth. Yeah, no, that, that's something I didn't even think of. That's a good gadget. I like that Christian. You're Honorable one. Of the box. I uh, like that. Gauntlet, gauntlet spikes that shoot out. That was yeah. Cool how too. did none of us say that? Maybe because they're not cool. <laughs> Just kidding, they're cool. They should have killed several people, but they didn't. Several. Several Just like I did last night. Uh, anyway, oh, nope, I did not kill anybody last <laughs> night. I killed them with kindness. Um... Next on the docket, the bat docket, is um, we're gonna do we're gonna end on a good note with these best and worst moments. So we're gonna do our three worst moments next. And is it my turn to start, or did I do the last one? I I'll start. Let's just three go worst ahead. moments. Number three: uh, Batman letting Bane get away for the sake of making a valiant return on camera in The <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. He fucked. The cops. It's over. Not, <laughs> did you, we went over this. It wasn't his fault. Oh, right. It you was, really bent it, him over. It was... He bent Lute- him over a barrel and showed him the 50 <laughs> states, am I right? It's Lieutenant Foley's fault. Okay. He's blame the, the one who... Yeah, he's the, the victim. Good job, He's Christian. the one who ordered them to stop following Bane. He wouldn't have done it if Batman hadn't shown Bull up. crap. I'm with Alfred. I'm not. I'm with Alfred on this one. Number two is... Well, why don't you be like Alfred and get out? I'm not. He Alfred, Alfred got to stay. 
Get out. Number two, and I'm only going to say <laughs> what joking. it is. I'm not going to give any. It's just you'll understand when I say Katie Holmes. Number one is Bane's fate. How he just kind of goes out like like Christian said, like a bitch. Yeah. Like a bitch. Like a bitch. And he just gets shot and blown up. And then that's the, literally the last thing. That's the last we see of him. I thought he was going to come back again. And like, cause he can take that hit. He cannot take that hit. But I, I, it, there's a fly on my screen. Uh, get out of here. But, um, yeah, that was my number one worst moment. It was hard to pick worst moments in these. Cause even these worst moments, like ba- Batman letting Bane it's, get away. Is hard I did that them. mainly for a comedic effect because right. there's nothing bad. And that's still a cool chase scene, but I had to there, pick something. Katie Holmes is my only real worst. Well, I will let Joel take that yeah, on. Let but. Joel take that on. Um, uh, no, I took her on last night. Uh, my number <laughs> top three is... I can do this all show, Joel. So, <laughs> He's lifting go. his fists. So. <laughs> the, the funny thing is that I haven't even done... I've done one of those this entire time. Just like I did last night. Uh, number three for top <laughs> okay, worst. Okay, that's... Little... I know. It's, getting... right, it's my turn or... Yes. Okay. There. Start with number three. Worst moment. Here we go. Third worst moment I have is the uh, bar scene with Selena and uh, Stryker. Or sorry, Striver. Selena and Striver and the Senator, whatever. This Uh, is an X Men. I'm Why don't you not take... your job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Yeah. Listen. All right. This is why the bar scene is even on the list. It's just because, I don't know. Just felt He doesn't off. even know. Listen. It just felt off. Because it sucks. I don't like her, like the scream, like the her, like trying to her get acting. out of it. I don't know. Just the whole thing was very played out. That's what I. That's what I'm looking for. Played out. It was a little long-winded, yeah. wasn't it? So I, you're right, and I didn't really know what was going did, on. Just, to be honest, he's like, and even in that dress. Na, 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 na. It's like, okay. <laughs> na 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 Batman. Here's two. This isn't Remember the Titans. My number two. I almost said Revenge of the Titans. You know that song's in other stuff. I know. I know. Go ahead. But it's not. Okay. Number two. But it's not. Okay. Nice one, Joel. Number two. Second. <laughs> oh, yes! Oh, right. We're doing fists. We're doing fists. Oh. Fist bumps. Uh, d- sorry, I'm not going to go ahead, Joel go again. Ahead. Number two is Talia Al Ghul reveal. Why name to be so loud? Listen. Talia Al Ghul reveal. Is because... What? Talia Go ahead, Joel. Go My flipper flab and flib and flip, Talia Al Ghul. Just because it was rushed, it's just shoehorned in. Like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm the daughter of Ross. Uh, so yeah, oh, she Joel. Oh, and no, I, no, it was all the way. By the way, I'm the daughter of. <laughs> <laughs> I her how she dies is oh, very. Oh, and I'm dead two minutes later. Okay, I you know, can't. <laughs> so it's just very. <laughs> um, Marion, uh, you got to close your eyes. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, please. I can't. I'm dying. You're making me laugh too much. The interesting thing, sorry, sidebar, really quick sidebar about that, her death scene. I'll allow it. She discusses that, I believe, in an interview. She discusses that in an interview. How that was her yes. worst take. Uh, uh, number <laughs> one. The worst. My worst. I can't wait. 
Go ahead. No, I don't know. I don't. Think I really I do honestly is the uh, attempted courtroom assassination of Harvey Dent. You want to ask? I'll show you. I thought that yeah. was fun. No, I thought that stupid. was fine. What? No, let I him didn't have it. Look. I Listen. get it. We disagree, but go ahead. I always thought that that was literally like Harvey planted that guy in the courtroom just because it was so poorly executed. Like it just makes it seem like that guy is a plant. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'll pay you to try to kill me, and so I can look cool in front of these people. I need to show them how tough I am. Wait, wait, yeah. that yeah. that could go with the two face thing. Mm. Okay, but that it's he not did even that close on the side. That. No, it's not even close to that in that point of the film. So it doesn't even make. I, don't think I will he agree. Did plant him, but I can see why yeah. you're. I and, I wouldn't. And okay, go ahead. Of course, what follows the? If you're not getting shot at, you're not doing your job. <laughs> no, thank you. If get I were you, I'd buy American. But, Your Honor, I wasn't so, yeah. done yet. That, that scene <laughs> is trash. Go ahead. Next word. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jordan fades back. Swish. And that's the game. Liar, liar. He's <laughs> a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you stuffed the mob like a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey in review <laughs> <laughs> about the gun thing. It is a little too like mechanical. Yeah, he's sti- I'll show scary. you hostile, and he's like, huh, 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 and then he his face is. He looks down, looks up, and then punches him. Yeah, let's and the it's dude, not loaded. No, let's the dude is like assault. Click the trigger like well, six no. times, and it's like, oh, and now I'll grab the gun. All right, yeah, I don't. But who gave him the gun without a bullet in it? Or it could have been part of it. It's literally broken. It like it's literally it's broken. That's gun. why he said you should have. That's American. another thing. It's like, oh, he got fortunate enough for the guy to be using a very shitty gun. Like, yeah, what? that's true. I don't know. Okay, where where were we? Three worst. <laughs> yeah, you said he your gave worst. His number one. I think that's a little baffling. That that's your number one. I I just didn't even think of that. But not to say that you're wrong. It's just I knew you guys would be focusing on the like more important scenes. <laughs> so I was like, let me be picky. And then that's why. I gotcha. I gotcha. So there you go. It was a little hard to. That's what she said. That's what she said of the episode. Three three worst moments. Very good, Master Wayne. It was a little difficult to figure out because there, I mean, there's very few and far between any bad worst moments in these movies to me. But I do have a. I guess I'll start. Do you? Let's do. Let's Me not. do. <laughs> Why is a lot word when yeah, you do yeah, word yeah, do yeah. trip? Ah, yeah, there we good. go. <laughs> funny, funny, funny. <laughs> number four. No, number three. Excuse me. Give an honorable mention. I'm gonna, no, no. Number th- <clears throat> number three. Let me say number three. Please do. Bus in the bank. Doesn't make a lot of Fair sense. Fair point. In yeah. terms of the just the credibility of Cops it. Would have been there a lot with sooner. the kids in the bus. and See, I was going to put that one down, but I knew you would put the, that one down. The, right. Uh, that, that, you and your friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> what do you believe in? You have a deal you believe in? We all had different takes on his character. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. William Fitchner, everybody. But <clears throat> number three, bus in the bank. Again, didn't make sense. Number two, I'm going to say... Bane, or not Bane, sorry. Bruce's atrophy. Like in the eight years, his right. body has diminished that... That badly, no cartilage in the knees. Well, as, his balls dropped as off. 
<laughs> are we are we doing the best last segment? No, we're not. No, we're not. Okay. No, but the just okay. This is something I figured out today when I was looking it over. Some guy did research. I should link the 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 thing on the website, Facebook. The Dark Knight takes place five years after <clears throat> um, Batman Begins. So, so he's been fighting crime. crime. He's been fighting crime for five years. Now, this atrophy of his knees and whatnot, like his body deteriorating, would have made more sense if they hinted at it in The Dark Knight. Like he's been doing it for five years. So, of course, he's getting the physical ramifications of like the, just jumping off buildings and stuff like that. I will argue that they yeah, did. They showed ahead. him with a shirt off and he's ripped up. You can see that he's taking a beating. That's in Batman Begins, not The Dark Knight. No. When he's like, that's when he's putting his shirt on. He's like, limitations. He's like, can't oh, afford to know him. you're right. And he's bruised up. He's getting okay. sewn up. And okay. it shows the beat. I'm wrong. And he jumps on I'm cars wrong. from a thousand feet in the air. So and doesn't get thick. hurt. No knees. <laughs> uh, Mr. Wayne, you have no <clears throat> knees. So that's but, good, right? Okay, so if he's been doing that for five years, then okay. I get yes. that. I get it. It, mm-hmm. makes it, un- it makes it understand better to the viewer. Mm-hmm. But that sentence, no one can understand it. But anyway, I did. That's just I. Now that you mention that, okay, it is foreshadowed, but it made me think of the way that they made these movies. They didn't plan it out, like they they made they he made a movie in between each movie, I believe, because after Dark Batman Begins, he made The Prestige. Oh, oh. after Dark Knight, he made Inception. Mm-hmm. And then after Batman or Dark Knight Rises, he made Interstellar. Mm-hmm. But Great that doesn't matter. Right. <clears throat> but I lost my train of thought. But anyway, no, It if they had, well, I guess they took what they had already done in The Dark Knight, a little aside about him putting a shirt on and made it part of his character in The Dark Knight Rises with the no cartilage thing. But it still bugged me because he hadn't been doing any of that stuff for eight years. So, um, number one, I'm going to say Bane's death. Mm-hmm. Bane's yeah. death. Understandable. And the truck chase slash Talia's death. That whole sequence is just, it feels so rushed. All of it Fair is enough. shoehorned. Fair enough. It feels it so rushed. Yeah. Yes. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. There's yes. no, the, we know the bomb's not going to go off because Gordon's in the, the, the truck so there's no like he could die i didn't feel any tension like the way that that shot like they're trying to divert the truck to the underwater storage facility to drown it basically do a spider-man 2 with it and drown it in the gotham bay mm-hmm. but that whole thing is just shot so confusing and they do this cross-cutting between all three of them it mm-hmm. doesn't make a lot of sense no i don't really care there's a cool shot of the bat pod though with Catwoman when it does the tumbler mm-hmm. right thing, but <clears throat> Talia and the thing going back to the Bane thing. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked there. He's we spend like eighty percent of the movie with him as the villain, as this big imposing villain. Yeah. He's cunning. He's smart. He's brutal. He beats the sh- out of Batman. I like how you edited Bruce. yourself there. Yeah. <laughs> And then he just, he gets, they relegate him into his role in the comics, really, where he's the henchman again, and he gets 
dusted with oh, no with no a, fanfare. Yeah. That's a fine way to look it's at it. It's really irritating. That's very progressive of you. My idea was, and I spoke, this is what I mentioned earlier, I spoke with my roommate about it, but it has to do with Talia in the comics. Does she have martial ability? Oh, absolutely. And this is it, what they should have done. everything else, Talia mm-hmm. al Ghul is... <clears throat> Am uh, I saying that right? Talia al Ghul. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, she's a full-blown member of the, well, League of Assassins. League of Shadows. League of Assassins, Assassins and everything else, but that's exactly it. She is an assassin. Like, she is supposed to be this great warrior, you know? This might and, not have been, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. She's, you know, Roz is supposed to have trained her himself, and she's, yeah. And I haven't. With her father. Not to mention, like, she becomes <laughs> Bruce's, like, number one. Squeeze. Boner pal. Well. The mother of his child, but that's mm-hmm. that's not for the that's <clears throat> yeah. not for the now, Nolan verse. But yeah, demon. You know, let me let me let me lay this on you. What we were talking about. Please do. If one more person here at the <laughs> fucking table, I'm gonna lose it. Get your dong. Hey, it has a mind of its own. Okay, oh, I can't do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a, I'm, I'm joking. The but, table. No, I'm not gonna say it out loud. Penis. <laughs> no, the say table's it. penis. <laughs> no, say it. Say it out loud. <laughs> Why would I say that? I don't know. Uh, but Natalia Al Ghul. <laughs> Natalia Wacker Al Ghul is just great. <laughs> okay. That should have been your... <laughs> That should have been your infomercial. What? Natalia Wacker Al Ghul. Come on. That would have been close, too Come close on. to your Toy Story one. But no anyway, bullying. I'm sorry. I'm getting to the point. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was the matter? <clears throat> we talked about this in the car when I was with my roommate earlier. We talked about maybe they could, they crashed the truck instead of Talia dying like the way she did in that horrible way. Yeah. Not even gory, but just the, ugh. she should have gotten up and out of the, the truck and had a duel with Batman. Yeah, give her a fucking katana. Give her a, you know, yeah, like, like a, a fun katana, reveal. Like, give yo, her, I can no, fight. Have a like a samurai kind of battle, mano a mano, just her and Batman. And she couldn't. She, he might not even fight her. He might just be doing defensive maneuvers, and she might just do it to herself. Totally. No, that could have been. She totally should. It should have been a full yes. blown choreographed fight scene. Absolutely. There would have been nothing wrong with that. I think they they're afraid to. To pile on another fight scene yeah, to punch like, a woman. It would that. have added. It would have mirrored him fighting her father <gasps> in Batman yeah. Begins. Yeah, and it would have. Instead, it would have been a decent. Bed. It would have been a better climax to that. Yeah. To that. Then the relationship. one they had earlier in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. By the fireplace. I have to. Uh, Every I now and then, to, I'll hit. I'm the, shooting sixty percent in the Gryffindor common room. Right? You mean right? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's really okay. good. That was, okay, but that's not hinting at the next I think uh, franchise. That would have worked. That would have worked. Yeah, and then they could have done. We got to get this bomb out of here because there's not really any tension in that. I think they were trying to make that a tense moment, like oh, the bomb's going to explode in two minutes or whatever. So we got to get it. But it would have been way better to have an epic like samurai showdown between Talia and Batman because mm-hmm. she had been trained by her father. Right. That would have been way more interesting. It would have been a proper conclusion to that instead of her dying in a being crushed 
by a truck landing in an underpass. Like yeah, head yeah. trauma. But I don't know if would that have been Nolan's style. Are we still doing our three worst moments? We are. That was my number one. Oh, okay. We kind of launched into the big. No, thing. good. That's good. But I, 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 that would have been way better as yeah. a, as a conclude yes, to, to wrap up that relationship in the mirror, the ring theory of that, her father and him both fighting for the the fate of Gotham. Guys, I got it. To really mirror the Razel Ghoul, uh, he gets her in the bat with the bomb. Slams the door and he's like, "I'm not gonna kill you, but I'm not gonna save you." Dude, he go. She goes off, blows up, and then and then Lucius is like, "How'd you do that?" And he's like, "I fixed the auto that." That would have been cool, but then that you wouldn't have got cool. the Batman. Did he die or is he? Well, alive then you don't. Thing. Then you have a different thing. You that you don't <clears throat> have that then, or or I he don't know. or he or Bane comes hey, back and no, breaks he could he could have just made Xavier's school for gifted children again. He could have been, been like, "Tell him it was me in the plane. I died." Because oh. <laughs> I can take it. That's what he could have said. <laughs> I'm going to Paris. I I do like what you meant that idea of locking her into the bat with the autopilot. That would have been a little brutal. That would have been a little brutal. Because, together they could have no, died together because no 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 no, no, no. listen 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 real quick. <laughs> it wouldn't have he couldn't say that he couldn't say I don't have to save you but I don't, I'm not going to kill you but I don't have to save you because be, the act of Locking her into the bat is what killing you means. <laughs> or he could have hinted at it. You're going to kill me? I'm not going to kill you. I just had the key. And then he, she flies away and then it's, but I'm not going to save you. He says it to himself as she flies away. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a Jim Carrey line. I'm not going to kill you, but I'm not going to save you. There's something kahuna! <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, the Riddler. Got uh, ya! <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. All right, let's do three best moments. I think There's it's... There's uh, no <laughs> such thing as a weaker sex. Oh, man. You're right, Mr. Reed. <clears throat> okay. Do the... Do the what? I can't, I can't do her voice. voice. I can't. I deserve it. <laughs> Seven. Whatever. <laughs> settle. Settle, 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 settle. I don't want to settle. <laughs> what to settle? <laughs> okay. That's liar, liar, Joel. In case you know. Okay. All Our right, case three. is simply this. <laughs> um, carry on. We're doing three best moments now. Uh, who starts us off? <laughs> we are out of control. We are out of control. Number three. It's late. Best moments. Who wants to start? You go. You go ahead. Go ahead. Honorable mention. The initial. I'm Batman. Uh, that was not bad. Um, the Joker chase. So like when he flips the truck of the slaughter without laughter. Uh, Joker talks to Harvey. As he's two-faced in the hospital, the bank heist opening, uh, the Bane monologue, the I'm gonna accept his wife and and the Joker scar story, both of them. Although the first one's a little better. Bane turned into King Kai. Who is that? I don't know who King. Is Dragon that like, Ball Z. Oh, is it Cobra? Is it like no, Cobra Kai? Nope. Hurt my chest doing some of those laughing. Number go, three. Go find bubbles. Number three. Um, you know what? 
I used to be a service clown. Yeah, my whole shtick was blowing bubbles on stage. Who is Bubbles, you ask? <laughs> so number three, when Joker meets the mob and the uh, the television there, that scene, like, that's, he does have an intro, you know, whatever, what doesn't kill you makes you stranger, but this is his, like, introduction. Suit. Yeah, he has a reveal, but this is his introduction Suit where you all. get, yeah. you really get who he <clears throat> is, what he's about, and just how he doesn't give a F about nothing, as Creed would say. Number two, when Bane breaks Batman's back, just because it's such an iconic moment, and I'm just glad that they went there with that, and it didn't, it didn't kill him, which I don't know if it actually kills kills him in the comics, but regardless, he it's such an iconic moment, and just the line before it, like I was wondering what would break first, your spirit or your body, and he's he does that, and number one, I think <laughs> it w- this anybody in the world would agree that interrogation scene is the best moment of the entire trilogy. Joker controlling his own interrogate. Okay, the, the I best... cannot wait to hear your number one. I'm if not, that's not... I'm not... I'm, I'm shaking my head almost oh. in, like, agreement because it's so good that it's not a... No! Yes! <laughs> it's not a fight scene. No. They're dueling with... Who's controlling the situation? And it's Joker. Yes. And it's 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 some of the best acted, uh, choreographed. It's a war of words. Cinemata- really. Cinematography. It just cinematography. Yes. The cinematography. The lighting. Yeah. Amazing. It's beautiful. And that's my number one. So now Joel, one yes. or the other. Yeah. Hold on. Let me introduce you again. Joel. Uh. All right. My best moments. Here we go. Number three. Now you almost sound I like Rachel there. Okay. Am I saying My that right? Rachel? Mouse. She doesn't sound like that ever. And you L. L. You know what? L. You. L. You. I want to fucking kick your fucking ass. You know, shut up for a second, all right? Oh, I'm not even gonna say that. It's inappropriate. Good. Okay. All right. It was from here South Park. Now here's what I have to say. Is like I don't really have any like downfalls to any of these scenes. Like, I don't have a complaint about it. That's good, because these are the so, best moments. So these are, yes, I know. Go like, they're seriously, yeah. this is the third, third awesomest. Here we go. Hostage rescue with the fake doctors in Dark Knight. Nice one. I just really like it. I like how he swoops in. I like how he does, like, the barrel of monkeys thing with oh, the yeah. single grappling line with the, yeah, the bad dudes. That's pretty cool. No, does he do that to the... Not officers? the doctors, the officers, officers? in disguise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does it to the bad guys, though, right? No. Yeah. Anyway, either he way, he does off. it to save the police officers right. who are disguised as oh, Joker. It's, okay. It's, yeah. Gotcha. I, I just love that. Gotcha. Move. Gotcha. He just kind of slides in Good there and move. like does it all in like one fluid motion. Could have killed him. Number two, first appearance at the docks in Batman Begins, the very first, his big debut. <laughs> I just like it a lot. A lot. Yeah. I like I like how they did it in like the shipping crates, you know, just everything yes. about that and yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Where are you? Here. Here. Yeah, exactly. I'm Batman. What the hell are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Batman. Exactly. Everything. It's so good. Uh n- number one is the Batman Joker interrogation scene. Thank you very much. So we've already said everything about it. Yeah. But go obviously. ahead. Just iconic. Um, that's what you show acting students. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what you do. 
That is a masterclass right there. Yeah, I mean, Bruce so, or Bat, uh, uh, Christian Bale's great in the scene, too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to take that away from him. I'm just Joker. Why do you want to kill me? How do I kill you? I yeah. you, you complete Here we go. Again. Me. Yeah. You know okay. what? They it's just it's it's haunting. Just it's it's just it makes you feel uh, I don't know, just give you chills. These so-called people. These it really jingles your berries. Jingles your berries is spooky. They'll eat each other. Yeah. The first sign of trouble. Did you know that that little that mouth licky thing he does? He came. Heath Ledger came up with because of um, it's kind of it's based on a habit that he has in real life of like, do, like licking his lips or something. So he just incorporated that into the character, which great move by the way. And it's just I love it. Great move. And it's it's just it's their great morals. Move. I took your little plan and turned it on itself. He's I love gonna, the way he he's says doing that. This the whole time no, I'm not. Good. I'm yeah, done. There we go. Go ahead. You Christian. guys got me. Uh, that that was it for me. So okay. Go ahead, best <laughs> moments. Starting with number three, three, three. Number three, three, three. three. Come on down. Down, down, down. Number three, I'm going to say Bats swarming over Bruce in the cave in Batman Begins. Ooh. Just when he finally discovers his calling. And at first he's like doing, I don't, what is he doing in the mansion before that? Chilling. When he's like, oh, Bat, sir. Watching Spectre and then they Vision. Go, yeah. They go into, <laughs> they go into the Gotham Babes. They go into the <laughs> they go into the cave, the southeast of the manor, and he finds all those bats. And well, it's where he fell into the well. Really, it's an add-on to that. But just how all he stands up slowly, and he just stands there with his eyes closed, and with all the bats swarming. I think the visual of that is really cool, and it it's is. just a moment of transformation. And he doesn't levitate for no fucking reason. So that's yeah, great. <laughs> I, I just again, Jeez, I just oh, watched bitch. that, and I was like, why is he floating? <laughs> You'll float too. <laughs> You'll float too, Bruce. Uh, yikes. Um, number two, I'm going to say Joker speaks to the camera when he's doing his mm. fake little home video thing. Oh, yeah. He's like, are you the real Batman? <laughs> oh, no. No. Why do you dress up like him? <laughs> and he's wagging the... The rubber mask. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the <laughs> most like traditional Joker. Really, he gets. Mm-hmm. If you th- here's the thing about, and I'll let you finish. People will die after watching, um, Batman '89. I think now, obviously, Heath Ledger is the best like Joker, the best acting perform like overall. Right. Yeah. But as far as true to comics, Joker, I actually think Jack Nicholson's was more that, mm-hmm. but. It was a different time back then. I mean, I'm right. still this, Heath Ledger is my joke yeah. still. He's a modern interpretation of Yeah. The and if Joker. he had just mirrored that, it would have been the same thing. He had to make it different and he did and it was yes. That's something that they mentioned in the doc as well, is that Jonathan Nolan he talked about taking the various <clears throat> best aspects of Batman's history and putting t- turning them around. Turn it on itself in the movies. Chris gave me a copy of the Dark Knight Returns when I was a kid. I think it was for my thirteenth birthday. And it just blew me away. And I read Batman Year One, and I thought that was even better. So approaching the, the movies as a Batman fan, I wouldn't just want to see a story I already know. And so for me, I was constantly trying to weave notes or melodies that you're familiar with, but presented in kind of a wholly original in a sort of some of its parts way. And I think what Chris has done is he's taken the best of Batman and then sort of the coolest 
bits of his aesthetic and join them together. Yeah. That's cool. But Very yeah, cool. just the home video scene number two, yeah. just because it is kind of chilling. I remember, wasn't that like a viral video or that was released and it was like, oh, a Joker video and he does. Maybe. I remember, or it might've been a trailer, but it was really cool. Okay. Um, number one, I got to I'm, I'm just going to say it, a bat pod chase. Wait a minute. And the truck flip. Wait a minute, back up. The interrogation scene wasn't in your top three at all? Because we both said it. So you want I'm to be being different, okay? He had to be a hipster. I'm being different. That's fine. No, that's yeah. fair. I'm just giving you... That's fine. You're right. You no, should be different. It, you should be different. But I, for it to not even be in your top three, man, come on, man. Okay. It, honorable honorable no, no, mention... No, no, no. You do not have to explain yourself to me. I do like that scene. Yeah. And the re- one of the things I specifically like about that scene is how the music starts and then it just slowly keeps rising and rising mm-hmm. and rising as their fight escalates. Like, you have nothing to fight me with. To threaten. To yeah. threaten me with. I get the line wrong, whatever. Yes, but that's okay. But number one, Bat Pod in the Dark Knight. Or not even the Bat Pod, only the Bat Pod, but just the whole yeah. Harvey Dent chase scene, him in the back of the truck, no music. I think what you meant by that. Oh, that's the, not good. The slaughter without laughter, is that what you meant by that? Yeah. Yeah, because he the Joker put an S over because it's a circus truck okay. that he's in. But it's and also he put an S it's over. also like yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you again. No, I but no, it's, no no no. It's also symbolic of the scene itself because music could also be the laughter, and he doesn't laugh like once in that whole chase no, he's scene. Serious. So that's what I took it as. It's kind of cool when you think of that way. But that's my number one moment. Just the the choreography of the bike when it again when it goes up the wall, flips over. He flips the truck, which is a practical effect, by the way. They actually yeah, did that. Yeah. Very cool. And then the hit me. I love that. It's just that whole scene. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite moments in the whole trilogy. It's a good one with the Tommy gun, and it uh, is a Tommy mirror. Gun. It is a mirror of the sequence mm-hmm. with the in with the bat. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Joker on the float, and he gets off the float. In the 89 film with the big long pistol, like I said. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like this Joker with the Tommy gun. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. Very good twist on that. And honestly, it's obviously a homage. What? Wow, I can't. I Hummus? Think, I think the word you are thinking for, uh, thinking of is homage. It is yes. a, it's obviously a homage to that sequence. I think the H is silent. <laughs> Welcome to English. Welcome to the Straits of Hormel. Um, actually. (laughs) What? It's like herb. Herb. Or homage. There. Fine. Happy I said it right. Fucking ass. I am happy. Thank you. That's my top. The moment you've all been waiting for. No, we forgot. What did we forget? Top villains. That's next. I I wasn't. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Here That's what I did last night. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. Yeah, you got that reversed. All right. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Started from the top. Now I'm here. Oh, please, no. no. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at it. No, no, no. Oh, I can just. Hey, we have the E. It's okay. We're explicit. <laughs> <laughs> the old good cock, bad cock routine. <laughs> Sorry, we're. Uh... Carry on, Joel. <laughs> what happened? Your balls drop in her mouth. <laughs> I can do this all night. You can do this, Joel. That's what he did. He did. Uh, <laughs> uh, about to find out. Here we go. Okay, that's it. 
That was Top a really three good villains. Sequence. Here we go. Third is going to be Burn. Bane is my third place just because he just, I don't know. Just his, obviously how he went out has to deal with it. That's not uh, his fault. Okay, fine. But like. Fair enough. Sorry. It's in the movie. Okay, you know, sorry. whatever. Uh, just didn't evoke a lot of like emotion for me. Just kind of felt like a run-of-the-mill terrorist. You know, like I, I can see that. I can appreciate the fact that they they didn't pump him up like a balloon like they did in uh, <laughs> Schumacher. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Like it's fine. Lack of venom in this one. That's fine. Um, oh, it's there. I don't believe you. Uh, second, and his mask. I just because you no. say it doesn't mean it is. It, it like it is. Okay, go ahead. No. It is. That's like his whole thing. Go ahead. No. What's your number two? No, what's your source material on that? I'm, I'm curious about that. What's your Give me a fucking answer! Arvin, no, Christopher your Nolan head had to <laughs> Christopher Nolan had to spell it out for you. Number two is going to be... How do you know those are tranks? I will put my head through this window. Go on. Go ahead. Okay. Number two is going to be Ra's al Ghul. Is my second place. Villain. Are you saying that? Dude, <laughs> no. <laughs> He's or, not saying it. Or right? Raish Abul. There we go. At a boy. Uh, yeah. Just, just because of he he was he literally his thread kind of carried through, with the exception of Dark Knight. There wasn't a lot of like carry through with his whole master plan, but it came right. back in in the third film. He's just a big bad. Like he is a big bad. He's he is like the, uh, I, I don't know. He's like Thanos, or he is like the Emperor. He is the Senate. He Easy. Is, that is what I think of him as. So, for as in relation to Batman. So, Ra's al Ghul, just because he's scary, he's the big bad, he's pulling all the strings, yada, yada, yada. Number one, of course, is the Joker. Um, yeah. Just because... It's a performance of a lifetime, obviously. Uh, the take he had on, on the Joker in this, um, I don't know. It just was a fresh, like, I don't think anybody's going to be as original as Heath Ledger was. You know? No, they can't. When they try, Leto their tried scenes get kinda, cut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? I said when they try, their scenes get cut. Sure. Um, Jared Leto's scenes, most of them got cut. I, well, good. I think I Arthur could Fleck. have seen less of him. I uh, like I like the Arthur Fleck. My point is, yeah, but even that is is that it's a Joker. It's not an imitation. Not though. it's going to be very hard to be surpassed as far as originality, and it's just that's actually very interesting that you're talking about of that American cinema now. Yeah, it's like it's everything's going to be compared to that. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that's okay. Don't try to be him. Just try to be the best Joker you can be. Exactly. Worked out for Joaquin. Win an Oscar, play the Joker. His Joker was awesome, too. So there's my top three. My Oh, no, Christian, you're up. Your villain ranks. <clears throat> my villain rankings? Villain rankings. We're ranking all the villains. Number five, Dr. Crane, Scarecrow. Very good. Very good. <sighs> Why? Because he just... Because oh. he's gotta. Okay, this is something shared between him and Bane. They kind of get shunted to the side mm -hmm. at the end. At the end of the movie, like the whole movie, they're in t like they're supposed to be the big baddie almost. Because you don't imagine Descartes isn't supposed isn't revealed to be Razo until the end of the movie. 
so you think he's dead or he's alive or whatever you know what i mean he was alive i felt it yeah <laughs> i'm glad you did that <laughs> that's good but no it, it, he's a cool character but i feel like he spends most of the movie being again the villain and then he gets shunted off on a fo- on a flaming horse at the end of the movie yeah, he does he and Bane go out about the same way yeah dr um, crane is a hero if you'd like to live <laughs> Oh, buy me a bag of bread. No. <laughs> Number four, Raz Al Ghul. <clears throat> Why? You guys did five? No fair. That's yeah, all the villains. We're attention. doing all the villains. Pay attention. <clears throat> no. Carry on. No. Wow, I didn't That's even. That's not what they told Actually, me. Actually, I'm sorry. It's not what they told me. Number guys. six, I'm sorry. And Thank this is you. just. This is yeah, just. Six. This is just an an an, an addendum. Just, there's just, two per. Just. It's an addendum. Miranda Tate slash yeah. Talia Al Ghul. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, just off the fly, I would put her at the bottom. Number five, Scarecrow. Number four, Raz Al Ghul proper. And I ain't talking about the Ken Watanabe version that gets fucked at the oh, beginning. Oh, right. he, he gets fucked. <laughs> Was that a deleted scene? Yeah, it would have been MC17 <laughs> if we put him actually getting fucked, so we just had him blown up. Are you referencing the article I sent yeah, you? Yeah, okay. good article. I didn't think it was that good. I, I wish that article article. came out before we had talked about Rises, because then we could have included it. Yeah. Yeah. The article in question is Matthew Modine Foley from Dark Knight Rises, the lieutenant who calls him a hothead 24-7. He had a brutal death scene, apparently, that... It didn't sound that brutal. Somebody got hit by a car and like he smacked did. the ground. He didn't personally. The stuntman did. And Chris oh. Nolan's face was like solid white because he thought, oh, we can't keep this. I like, killed him. It was that brutal. And he's like, uh, we can't keep that in there. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, <clears throat> that's that. Ra's al Ghul. He is a fine villain. He just comes... They have a motivation. He's the leader of the League of Shadows. Their quest is to purge injustice from the world every time it gets to a tipping point. Like the Roman Empire, everything like that. You could make that argument for today. You could make an argument that Trump is a product of the League of Shadows. They're using, in universe, they could be using Trump and what's take. been going on since 2016, <laughs> 2015, even as them taking advantage of Trump as the League of Shadows to Joe destroy Batman decadent Batman. America. That's an interesting concept. Who is Batman? Go, and now it folds into the them using realistic aspects of society in the, the state of the country in the movies today it would be relevant it is relevant today even still and mm-hmm. incredibly eight In years a later way yes yes i'm sure but they had different intentions i just eight years if ago. i were a right i thought that him, was interesting knowing he would read whatever i wrote i would write about the league of assassins and then just have him say i am the league of shadows we were great assassins it was bigly bigly successful so <laughs> we're gonna move it right on to number three Number three. Three. Harvey Dent (laughs) Two-Face. I like what they did with him. I know Joel doesn't agree, but Harvey Dent Two-Face in uh, Dark Knight. I like the duality aspect. I like the duality aspect there. That's what Two-Face means. (laughs) But more than that, I like the... They extend it further between just him being good guy, bad guy, 
two routine. sides of his body. Yeah. <laughs> but they extend it to stop that, please. I'll kick you out. <laughs> they extend it. They extend it to the relationship between Harvey Dent, Two Face, and Batman. Like they become the two sides of the coin, not just between Two Face. And at the end of, uh, I just did that myself. We're having issues with a table this episode. You ought to know. You bought it. Actually, I'll. I'll My touch, number two. I'll touch on is that table. I'll. <laughs> I'll touch on that later. That's what she said. Not the table, but okay. Harvey Dent, Two Face. Okay. Everything that happens in that movie to him makes sense and is r- relatable, I think. It's with Rachel, I think he takes it a little too far Rachel. with his vengeance. I'm vengeance. But I taught my two-year-old to say that. It's really cute. I'm like, hey, what does Batman say? And then he'll say, I have Batman. Like, he doesn't say it as clear as I did, but he, you can tell what he's saying. And I'm like, what else is he saying? He goes, I'm vengeance. It's so cute. I love that kid. <laughs> it's I. He's anyway. No. I, I, I again. I like how the. I like how the ending of the Dark Knight, when it's the same. The talking about two sides of the same coin with Harvey Dent and Batman. It's the same situation that Dent is putting Gordon in, that Bruce was in when he was a boy, and I know I mentioned that. I mentioned it the other episode. But I'm just bringing it in here to lend credence to him being a decent, good villain to be number three, even though he's only in the end of the movie. And the best thing about that is that you see him descend into this villain role throughout yeah, the entire it's movie. It's not just right, and then he's bad guy. It's gradual. Even before he's literally two-faced, he starts to kind of slip down into yeah. a... yeah. With him, with Thomas Schiff. I'm sorry, Abner Krill. <laughs> but... That was I love how they did that gradually. It wasn't just a flip. That that's Harvey Dent Two Face number three. Two is Bane. I like it. Le- Ugh, to be honest, I don't think I really thought this out that well. But I did. B- Bane is a good villain because to me it takes the again it's the synthesis of the the ideas from Batman Begins and the Dark Knight putting it into this movie through Bane. Bane is the vehicle for that. He's the League of Shadows, and he's here to fulfill Ra's al Ghul's destiny. And he's also doing this kind of trickery, which I think he probably got from Joker's antics eight years prior, with playing these exper- like social experiments with the detonator. Like, one of you has the detonator, and if anyone tries to escape, I'm going to blow it up. Blow you up. Boom! <laughs> but, <laughs> but that... I, I like that kind of mixture in his character, and I like how he is a menacing guy through the whole movie. And he does give Batman an actual struggle. Talk about immovable object meets... What's, Another immovable yeah, object. What, well, An unstoppable kind of, force meets kind of, an immovable object. That's kind of what it is, though. Because mm-hmm. he's just hitting him in the first and just like, okay, well, mm-hmm. now I'll break you. Great line, by the way. And the number one, Joker. Number Can I one's go? Joker, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. I mean, and you guys are saying uh, interrogation scene isn't your number one in the in mine. the best moments for me. Right. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think almost every scene with the Joker in it is a number one scene. I mean, every scene he's in just steals the movie. I said in the last in the Dark Knight episode, every scene he's in, it's really it's amazing. Ta, 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 ta. Let's not blow out of proportion the interrogation scene's amazing how it slowly build up 
builds up. Sorry, huh? The intro scene with the here's my card. Oh, and how yes. he kicks the door and doesn't even look. Yeah. Um, I love that stuff. The ooh, ooh, ha, he, who, ha, who, ha. It's almost making fun of the idea of the Joker. Like, oh, what's his laugh going to be? And he right up front, like, mocks laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, this is my laugh. I'm not that, like, <laughs> or when jokey he, Joker. He kicks the, his own henchman. <laughs> <laughs> and then he spits at yeah. him. Like, dude. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That, is cool. that was cool. That was really cool. Remember when you spit on your own henchman <laughs> and kicked him in the chest? <laughs> Did Man. you do it with the shank shoe? <laughs> Number? Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, I'm done. I'm my, done. My, my turn. My, my, my turn. Whoa, oh, babe. babe. Can we just... Babe. Whoa. Joel's laughing. Joel's laughing. Look. <laughs> Thank you guys for that. Villain rankings. Number six, Tali Al Ghul. Enough said. Number five, Scarecrow. I did love him, but I remember I thought he was more of a presence, and he was, but not. He was being used, kind of like like Bane was, and just I mean I like the acting performance was great by uh, Killian Mur. Cillian. I think it's Killian. No, I don't know. It, by Cillian. that guy. Sure. By C- he auditioned by for Batman, by the way. He did. Not my favorite. No. That other guy was, hey, yeah, Batman. <laughs> what? Bad, dude. No. Number. His swear to me was not very good. <clears throat> Who was with Falcone at the docks? I don't know. I swear to God. Swear to me. Ah. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. Um, but he was, it's fun concept. He was spooky. He was scary. He was very menacing. He was very, like, insidious. Like, Would he seemed like harmless. see my mask? Yeah. Um, number four, Raz Al Ghul, because <laughs> Am he's, I saying the that okay. <laughs> he's the mastermind-ish behind the that first and last. He bookends. He bookends. Number seven, honorable mention, that chick. Number three, Two-Face, because he, of all the villains, really has, he's the only one we see start to finish. Origin story, to a complete story with him. How he starts good. Lives long enough to see himself become the villain and then pfft, falls off the building. Next thing you know, dead as a doornail. Okay, Batman pushed him off the building. Okay. Yes, he did. Correct. <laughs> Batman fell too, though. Number two, Bane, because men- even though he was used as a pawn, he was still very menacing. Love the voice. I'm big on voices. And I just, I thought Tom Hardy put everything into it. He looked good, he looked realistic. And I love the mask. I, uh, I, lo- I do love the sound, like the vocal. Uh, Tupperware. Uh, Tupperware. Uh-huh. The, just the alterations it's not funny. they did. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. Sorry, George. And then number one, Joker. Do I, I, do I do I need to say anything else? You guys get it, right? I get it. Joker. Absolutely. Can I, when Batman yeah. push? are you done about Joker? Yeah. Okay. When Batman pushes, this is what should have happened. When Batman pushed Harvey Dent off the, the thing, it cuts to Batman like, uh, oh shit! <laughs> and it's his little arm things. <laughs> it's stuck. It's stuck in his chest. Harvey's just like, I thought what you were gonna say oh, was, no. I thought what you were gonna say was, um, <laughs> it cuts to Harvey and he's laying down, going, so that's what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> or insert my back. <laughs> I'm sure my there's an back edit is out broken. There. Uh, what, what do you mean, Harvey? Like a, a vertebrae? No, 
Spinal. <laughs> you can insert that clip if you want. But your no. honor, I'm not finished. <laughs> <laughs> not by my diagnosis. Okay. My now it's time for the second biggest moment of the show, the end of the series awards, Joel. You've never joined us for this, although you have. But I just do awards, like sports awards, Oscar awards. And we're starting right off with the big award of the night. The Hot Head of the Year Award. And I think we all know where this is going. Deputy Police Commissioner Peter Foley. He's the true hothead. And it takes one to know one. The What the Fuck Are You Doing Award goes to Mr. Reese. Why? Why would you do that? You're going to... I have no Explain idea. Explain why you would make him this award winner. Because he's planning on bribing the dude that's paying him already. And then... <laughs> um, he, he's going to get his... He's going to get his, for lack of a better term, his balls kicked by the bat. Probably he's going he's gonna to have it out for him. Although, maybe he becomes the Riddler. The Gotham Community Service Lifetime Achievement Award goes to for all their work with Gotham the uh, the monorail Thomas and Martha why did you say that name Wayne for like I said for all they've done for Gotham they're rich but they know they recognize the little people they know what makes them rich it's us giving them money the Jack Napier Memorial Citizen of the Year Award goes to none other than Joker he pushed Batman to be the best Batman that he could be. He pushed Harvey Dent to be the best thing that he could be. And Batman and, pushed him off a building. And he pushed him off a building. So, <clears throat> Citizen of the Year. The Sixth Man of the Year Award. The guy you want right by your side. The sidekick. The guy you can turn to when you're down in the dumps and say, Hey, get in. We're going to give you some minutes. You can handle this while I'm out. Get a mask, John Blake. Or should I say, use his real name, Robin. <laughs> Fun fact, Christian Bale said if Robin was ever involved in any way, shape, or form in these movies, he wouldn't be Batman. <laughs> I wonder if he didn't realize Robin was literally <laughs> the Defensive Player of the Year award. <laughs> Somebody who's always on the defensive, rarely on the offensive, and most of the time you can't see what he's doing because the editing is so quick and the camera angles are so tight on him. Batman! He's always blocking shit instead no, of throwing no, no, a punch. No, 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 wait. Or are these my awards or yours? It's Datman. Fine. Datman. <laughs> He's a bad man. And Dane. <clears throat> yes, Dane. The Billy, coach of the Billy year. Wayne. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Coach of the Year Award, and this is the crew member. The crew member of the year award. Christopher Nolan. His vision with this, like the grounded, dark, gritty, realistic Batman, was just a fresh take, especially after the 90s. Come on. Am I right? And the Rachel Dawes Memorial MVP Award goes to... I. It's another tie. I had to split. Alfred Pennyworth and Lucius Fox, the old geezers that really hold the team together. You got Alfred, who's a father figure to Bruce Wayne, pushing him to be the best Batman that he can be besides Joker. The actual best man that he can be. And Lucius Fox for giving him all the shit. Giving him the gadgets. Giving him the motivation. Keeping him in check. <laughs> the gadgets. <laughs> The gadgets, all the shit. And he's just, he's there. I couldn't pick between the two of them. Couldn't pick between the two of them. And uh, thank you. This has been the award ceremony. Good night. Thank you. Uh, trash bins are located.
And now the moment I've all been waiting for, 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 for. The fin, 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 score, 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 score. The final important necessary score. That was a unnecessary brought to you by shut the hell up brought to you by <laughs> sequel man the podcast you ought to try it you ought to buy it the fin, okay <laughs> the the fin score joel you didn't get to participate in because it would throw the al- <laughs> it would throw the algorithm off okay so i'm done thanks all right no you're not done <laughs> take I'm your bet bible <laughs> I didn't I bring didn't it. Bring Joke's on you. Keep, <laughs> I brought my bat backpack. My backpack. Keep studying the book of Nolan. The book of Wayne. First Wayne. Chapter... I just heard the fuck up. <laughs> this is our biggest segment. We got another what, two hours of this Finn stuff. Yeah. I I have a lot to say during this segment. Yes, so. he does. I always do. He you always know. Does. So I'm just gonna. You, you go first. I'll go first. I'm going to do them all. I'm going to give you all. I'm, we're not going to go back and forth. I'm going to give them all. Why? All right. That's not that's how we not do how it. That's not how we do it. Joel, you're not out of it. Like, give input on these. Yes, please. We, you're here for a reason. <clears throat> you speak for me. I'll give a number and a brief, and you elaborate now, on it. just go. Emotional impact. Emotional impact. <laughs> I gave a 91 because it did everything. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a 91. Nothing's perfect, but it's definitely up there. So 91. Joel, you want to elaborate on that for me, please? Great. Christian, what's yours? The only emotional impact it gave him was a boner. <laughs> the, <laughs> hey, Joel. Joel, must be kind of hard to talk with that stick up your ass, huh? Uh. <laughs> that was the only thing up there. Uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> Tell us, Joel, what else is up there? What you got, little Batman? Little Batman? No, no, no. There's a hero in all of us. You liked that meme, didn't you? All it takes is a little push. That was... Please stop. Stop. Okay. No, that would be the strap-on. Anyway, that would be the joke I was trying to say, but it didn't go. Yeah, I'm not into pegging. Anyway, go ahead. To pegging? See? He did it. See? We got him to do it. We did. Okay. Okay. We took Joel's white knight and brought him down to his own level. We're losing him. Go ahead. Go quickly. Emotional impact. Pack, pack, pack. 85. 85. And the most the thing that validates the 85 for me is it's more thought-provoking than it is emotional. The really interesting part for me is Chris's relationship with an almost secret writer from Latin America that we love, Jorge Luis Borges. Borges' influence on on the Dark Knight films in particular is is all about bridging that divide between, I suppose, the the higher aspirations of, of, you know, trying to make people think about a particular philosophical dilemma but couching it very much in the thriller. Borges really understood that relationship and could make incredibly atmospheric short stories that would suck you into a philosophical conceit in a very, very entertaining way. In the sequence in The Dark Knight, when the people were on the boat and they had to make a decision, do they press the button and blow up the other boatload full of people in order to save their own skin or do they not? People were telling me in the darkness of the movie theaters, no matter who they were with, a parent, a date, a spouse, a kid, very quietly, they made their own moral determination. 
as to what they would do. We need to get For a comic book, superhero movie, to move people to this point, to become so thematically important, to have such heft, to have such weight, is incredible. And that is very specifically one of the ways that the Dark Knight trilogy raised the bar for all comic book films. Many of the most emotional moments for me throughout these movies were just me smiling and thinking, that was badass, that was awesome. Like, I'm that emotion. Or, well, I know, I know. I'm mean, going low score, that's a good score. 85 is a B, okay? And I think that is good for what the emotional impact of these movies are. I mean, I didn't feel an emotional impact when Bruce lost Rachel. Me neither. Or when really when Bruce left or when Alfred left Bruce or they had that altercation. I mean, I, I was watching intently, but I didn't it didn't make me tear up. And I think some of that has to do with how some of many of the characters don't express their emotions, I guess, like Bruce. I mean, even kid Bruce doesn't cry when his parents are laying dead in the alleyway. You're right. And well, he does a little, but not. So the emotion. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> <turned into> Ivan. <laughs> Same origin, really. <laughs> no. <laughs> I yeah. Can I say the one point ahead. that I do get uh, like an emotional like uh is when um, Batman says it can be something as simple as giving a little boy a coat. To let him know that the world hasn't ended. I mean, that got me a little bit. Yeah. Bruce Wayne? Can you... I told you that in confidence. Can you not say my name out loud? Thanks. Now everybody knows. Anyway, continue. But your emotional I, I agree with you on that. But actually, no, I didn't really get an emotional impact from that either. But there are emotional moments that didn't hit me emotionally. What hit me more emotionally with at the time was conquering your fear. Because at the time I was going through my own personal things and that message kind of resonated with me. Like conquering them and dealing with them. Other than that, moments of humor were good. They weren't too intrusive. I like that uh, he integrated that into the film to mm -hmm. gain, to, to, for that emotional impact. And he discusses that in the documentary where he wasn't really, I was wrong. I don't think he was super, He does, at least he doesn't say publicly, he wasn't inspired by Spider-Man or... X-Men or the Marvel films, but more of the classical Spielberg Lucas films, like specifically Raiders of the Lost Ark. When we were looking at the sort of cinematic landscape coming up to Batman Begins, it felt like a very long time since I'd seen the tone of movie that had defined the blockbuster for me as a, as a kid. I sat in a room with Jeff Robinoff and Greg Silverman. You know, there were a lot of conversations about humor, how much humor is going to be in there. And I'd say, well, you know, if you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark or something, there's a couple of great gags in there, but they're not, it's not a comedic film. They got that. Yes. So him using that as an example to not be over the top giddy and silly, but have some realistic moments of humor was good. The, more so about being more thought provoking than emotional. Mm-hmm. I get you. I'm. I, yeah. No. I'm, I'm, no. No. I'm. 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 The gears are going in my head. The, these are critical. These are really not emotional films. They're critical thinking films about social themes that are going on at the time they were made. You can find in these three films so much about 
the state of the modern world, about terrorism, about the economy. The impulse in human beings to, to tear things down, the impulse to revolution. Urban angst, uh, anguish, fear of chaos, fear of death. Family and politics and uh, the past coming back to haunt. You know, resolution to change. I mean, who wants to go see a three-hour movie about terrorism and the economy? But if you do it within the context of a Batman movie, maybe you actually can have more of an effect talking about those things than if you did it more directly. He takes all these sort of themes that we're wrestling with in the real world, and he uses Batman and he uses Gotham to really explore these themes. What is justice? How do we define justice? How do we define heroism? Can we believe in the whole concept of heroism anymore? Do the ends justify the means? I do think that this fundamental idea of consequence really drives all three of these movies. Whatever your own political leanings are, it's easy for us to say like, hey, yay, yay, America, we're the best in the world. Everything that we do is right. And especially if, if some little guy is getting picked on, it's important for us to come sort of sweeping in there and beat up the big bad aggressor. And just like Batman does, but then you have to stop and think, but during the process of doing that, what is the consequence of my action? And am I creating any jokers in the process? And that has to deal, also, this is from Wikipedia, Nolan's films are typically rooted in epistemological, sorry, metaphysical themes, explore, exploring human morality, the construction of time, and the malleable nature of memory and personal identity, permeated by mathematical-inspired images and concepts, unconventional narrative structures, which might have to do with Bane getting killed off the way he did, and mm -hmm. Scarecrow, mm -hmm. practical special effects, experimental soundscapes, large-format film photography, and materialistic perspectives, which is all, we all see that in these three films. All his movies up to that point were about moral choice. They were about characters in extreme moral situations. They were uh, labyrinths of interconnecting memories and interconnecting set pieces that built uh, in a way that was almost mathematical, but if you would, they were emotional mathematics, which is unique to Chris. And that was really interesting to think that this genre, this myth, would be tackled by somebody that was an emotional mathematician, in a way. You know, another reason, another reason the mind was so high, I forgot to mention, is that I, the emotional, because when you said right. it was, you were dealing with a and personal it, this thing. This will always be different. I gave it such a high thing, because I guess The Dark Knight, I told you, was like the movie that really made me want to like explore making movies. I wanted to be an actor. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do that. So it it got it spoke to me enough to be like shit it let's do this for a career I'm not but I wanted to the I went to school for it wasted four years no well, I did not no, waste you didn't you were you're a good actor I learned a lot you of just shit. need to do learned some a lot of shit maybe we gotta do some stuff we gotta yeah, do some stuff yeah let's do some stuff but you in Joel I'm already in yes that's what <clears throat> he's in he said okay <laughs> more so I mean you're just I'm not really thinking emotionally when I'm watching The Joker. I'm just fascinated by his performance and the way it's being delivered. But I understand your emotional impact. It, yeah. It's going to hit any, everybody differently. Everything yeah. affects emotionally affects everybody differently. It's just this movie didn't give me any standout, like, really emotional points. Fair enough. So... 
So. Uh, Joel, did you have anything? Did, how did it emotionally get you? Any scene where you're just like, shit? I mean, really, the only one that's the standout is Batman's ride into the sunset. Oh, that's a bomb. But was it? <laughs> no, I mean, not but was it a bomb. Yeah. It was a bomb. I'm saying, but was it his ride he, into he the sunset? He flew too close to the sun. Yeah. Icarus. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And his wings were clipped, or his cape. Yes, yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, overall, I would say it's not a very... It doesn't, like, elicit a lot of emotion from me. I don't really get emotional over these movies. I don't think Nolan's mil- movies are really that yeah. way, though. Yeah. Unless it's Interstellar. Moo! Get me, moo! Well, don't let me go, moo! <laughs> just compl- all right, just all right, all complimenting, right. complimenting that scene where he's sitting in the chair crying. And it's memed to no end. I like that. That is an instance of... Yeah, but we're not talking about Interstellar. I, know, I, I love know, that I know, movie. I though. That's a good emotional impact movie. I love that movie. Love yeah, movie. I love that movie I love too. I saw it in seventy millimeter Tenet. IMAX film. I saw Tenet. it. It was awesome with my roommate, yeah. by the way. All right, so storytelling. Storytelling. This one is a doozy. I'm. I don't want to talk too long about it, but I have a okay. lot to say about the storytelling because I gave it a ninety three. I um, gave it a ninety three. And one of the reasons is you have to, how do the, it's, for me, it's not so the storytelling, it's more so how the narrative, the stories of the film tells the themes that they're going after. Because I feel that's the way they constructed these movies. They might have talked about in the documentary where they take a theme and then they write around that. Mm. Like with the Joker, like being, oh, I wrote uncontrollable fear through controlled chaos. Sort of a theme. Can dig it. Or anarchy. He he says, I'm not a schemer, but he's playing this whole thing, all that stuff. That stuff's interesting to me. He takes advantage of the chaotic fears and insecurity that people don't understand, the abstract fear of disorder and uncertainty through his random acts of planned chaos. That's interesting. In The Dark Knight Returns, or Dark Knight Returns, The Dark Knight Rises, Rises. sorry, Bane appeals to people's fears of survival and poverty to stoke rebellion and class warfare. And I like how all three of these movies deal with the theme of fear, where you have the the theme of... In different forms. In different forms. Fear is literal in the first one. Yeah, him facing his own fear and using it against others, and then the second one... What I just got done explaining, and with Bane, and with Joker. That stuff's really interesting. They're all three focused on fear, but they do it in a different... They take it at a different angle from each one. Controlling, conquering fear, uncontrollable fear through controlled chaos. Controlled fear through informed, enabled destruction. Sort of a thing. That's a it's, really good That's take. interesting how they do that. Now, how it's uh, executed, you can make an argument for or against it. Given that these movies weren't planned per se they weren't planned as like the prequel trilogies were or the prequel trilogy excuse me was for star wars was pre-planned from the get-go unlike the sequel trilogy which is you know what or, let's do it as we go yeah right but, joel? <laughs> joel very much i so. guess you could say it's the deconstruction of fear and societal rules through batman's story and his personal goal joker being a bug in the system bane being a victim of the system I don't know if you, you might be able to make that argument. Mm-hmm. But I like how the... I do appreciate how the genre changes, though. How it's not just a... F- you kind of see that in Marvel films now, too, where Ant-Man is a heist movie, 
Um, Ant-Man's a heist movie. Guardians of the Galaxy is... A space heist. No. A spice. I don't know. But they're all kind of samey in the formula. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Right. Whereas these ones take a different angle each one. And I do appreciate that. That's creative. It just adds a slight inconsistency to each movie. Like, I think you could say there's a lot of uh, there's more mythological influence in the first one that b begins, and you move oh. to a uh, like like we said I already said a mob movie for the second one, and then for <clears throat> Dark Knight <clears throat> Rises, uh, what did we say that one was the genre uh, disaster disaster movie or epic whatever. Yeah. yeah yeah it's funny it's in your book Bible your mm -hmm. book bible that your bat bible, the bible is a book. you didn't bring it this time but it's also in the documentary and i mentioned yeah. it very briefly before but he mentioned specifically what you talked about and the hero's journey batman begins is very much a hero's journey it's, it's an origin story it's an origin myth and so it has a sense of romanticism or theatricality that embraces that story model with the Dark Knight, in order to change the scale of the film, we went to a city story, we went to a crime epic. That allows you to look at all these different aspects of Gotham society. It suggests shooting on location on real streets more. There's a, a city-based socioeconomic idea behind the film that demands a, a different visual approach. Moving that into The Dark Knight Rises, we move into the arena of the disaster movie, or the historical epic. A film that embraces all of Gotham, all the humanity there, and lots of different people encountering tumultuous events. So we chose to increase the scale, not by sort of just blowing up the balloon, if you like, which, which sequels get into trouble doing, but by shifting genres. Mm -hmm. Which, here we go. Why don't we take a look at the story of Bruce Wayne through the lens of the hero's journey. He starts off, he goes on, he leaves Gotham, leaves the outside world, crosses the threshold, meets his mentor in Ra's al Ghul and Ducard. Right. Faces trials. Yeah, old Dicker. All throughout. And Dark Knight, you know, re hits the lowest point with Bane, has his apotheosis moment, climbing out of the, the pit, Literally rises, the Dark Knight rises, returns home to Gotham and closes the ring. And the hero's journey is complete. I love how, I think that might have been intentional by him mm -hmm. and Goyer. Oh, for sure it and was. And that's, that's fantastic. I like how Christopher Nolan and the writers actually went and did that, informed in that way. I really like that. As you know, I'm a big fan of that in Star Wars. Yep. And I'm glad to see it here. But, of course, Nolan was inspired by the Lucas and Spielberg movies when he was a kid, so... All, all that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very, Campbell, very interesting. the whole Campbell influence is just, it's in Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. Yeah, Campbell I soup. Like, I feel like if it's a lot of the movies that I like nowadays, like really like and get invested in, it's got a hero's journey in it. Right, it's got yeah. a Campbell's influence. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. the soup. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. This. <laughs> Thank you. For storytelling is the highest <laughs> score that I've ever given anything on this show so far no movie no element of any movie is ever perfect ever or else i would have given it a hundred but instead except the last jedi sorry oh well yeah i i figured those went without saying <laughs> 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 but guys give him the whole 
I gave storytelling a 99 because I just did. Everything in the, the Dark Knight carries most of the weight, but they bookended it. They had started with, with Raz and then they bookended it with a little break in the middle that still made sense for the story. He, there's so many elements that Christopher Nolan is juggling in each of these. There's multiple villains. There's multiple goons of the villains. There's side plots. I mean, Harvey Dent has his own, and he doesn't just, not, that's not shoved in. The only thing that is forced and shoved in there, that's what she said, is Talia out ghouls. But even, it is, but it doesn't really hurt the overall thing of the thing. But, uh, <laughs> you're kind of, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, 99 for me. I would like to amend mine to a 95. Just two Can points. Can you do that? Two Hold on. Let me, let me check whoa, whoa, the... Uh, let me check. Let me check the monitor. After further After review, review uh, ruling uh, on the ruling field, the field is, overturned. is overturned. Uh Storytelling uh, story for Christian is now a 95. 95. And I like how you... Write it in so you don't... When you're mathing. Oh, I got it. I got oh, it. Oh, you have... Uh, did you factor it into your... Absolutely, yeah. The 95. Yes. You're going to have a new total. Yes, I know that. Okay. Okay. Math. I can do Sorry. math. Can you? Cool. Welcome to math. <laughs> cool. Oh, cool balls. math for kids. Remember that website? No. But anyway, I remember Sesame Street's website. Listen though, when you mentioned how it takes a break in the middle portion from the League of Shadows, Ra's al Ghul stuff, that is almost directly like uh, the original trilogy in Star Wars, where we go back to the Death Star thing in the third act of the third movie. Where he, he borrows that sort of that parallelism, that coming around all around itself and meeting at the middle again, that ring theory. It, you, it does in the sequel trilogy. It does too. They take a big break in the Last Jedi, and boy, does it pay off. It just feels disjointed because there's no. It, hence the minus five plus the Tali Al Ghul sh- putting her at the tail yes, end of the movie yes, and yes, kind yes. of shunting her in. It. It's minus five points because of that and because there's nothing in The Dark Knight that shows that the League is still around. You know, it's funny that you gave... Even though the Joker does stuff that is reminiscent of what they wanted. It's funny that you you minus five for her. My one point that I minus from 100 was the bus. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. Weird. I don't really count that stuff. I mean, it's in the movie. It's real. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Characters. Characters. There's, there's, there's. Honestly, I might amend this. No. Ah, the I Joker. I don't know if I will. Is so, but I'm looking at all the characters, and even right, the Joker right. couldn't bring. It's still. It's a 93 for me still. So it's still really up there. It should be higher. It's a 93 for you. Yeah, I'm sticking with a 93 because. Okay. okay. I think what minus is seven is Katie Holmes. <laughs> she's not a character she's a real person okay the character she plays that character she played didn't like it. you didn't her, like rachel her, didn't like her i liked her okay but that like is her. also a gripe against the story with <clears throat> rachel kind of being sidelined with her not even being a, a part really of rises except to drive alfred away but anyway going on to characters i gave it an 88 Pretty and low. i mainly thought i'm thinking motivation longevity how they're treated Bruce Wayne, what is his goal? He wants to rid the city of the gangsters and the mobsters that led to his family being destroyed, really. And he, uh, now that I think of it, I know I gave crap in the last few episodes because why is he quitting being Batman? 
He's he only just started. Now he wants to quit because they don't give a time frame. If it's been five years and he's been fighting the mob for five years, and Harvey Dent is on the cusp of putting them away for a long while, yeah, so he then doesn't need to be there. He doesn't need to be Batman anymore. <clears throat> he does see an out there. I can understand that, and I appreciate that now. Fair I get enough. it. I get it. Fair enough. Alfred, I understand and get that he's been with Bruce for eight years with him not being Batman and he wants him to stay that way because he sees the, the I disagree with the condition his body's in, but that's just the fact of the way it is. His body's not ready to be doing what Batman used to do. And Alfred doesn't want him to do that. He doesn't want to bury another Wayne, like he said. And I get that as well. Mm-hmm. All the other characters, Harvey Dent... And the duality is great. I love the relationship between Bruce and Harvey, like I said. How Bruce becomes Harvey, in a sense, and takes his place at the end of The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. The White Knight falls, and The Dark Knight gets a statue built for him in the city hall. Because Kind of backwards, isn't it? No, because Batman no, is the symbol of yeah. Gotham now. He saved yeah. the city. He And Harvey Dent will go down in history as a criminal and a... There'll be an investigation for sure. Gordon probably will be questioned. He's going to have to testify, yeah. But it's interesting that that switch happens where the Dark Knight becomes the White Knight in a sense. Um, yeah, because inter- he's getting gray hair. It's inter- Yeah. He's Batman huh. the Gray. <gasps> ring theory with the ring, Lord of the Rings. No. <laughs> Ooh, funny. Rings and rings and rings. Yes. Batman the Black. That is what they used to call me. Easy. I am Batman the Gray. I am Batman the White. Okay. No, Come on, right. it's not a racist thing. You guys made it that way. I know, that's not what I was saying. It's gray and white. You're just throwing in your own elements. I'm oh, Batman know. the Red. No. Hey, come on, what? <laughs> no, Robin. Uh, that's Red Hood. It's you look at Bruce and <clears throat> his, you see a you see a through line through the movies too. Through his character development, where at first he was selfish in his retribution. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's selfish for his retribution to the mob. And then he's selfish in that he wants to put up the cape and cowl to be with Rachel. But then in Rises, just at the end of Dark Knight, I mean, he's selfless in making Batman the villain and becoming that, what do you want to say, taking the heat off Harvey, I guess. Being a symbol, he Being a he's sim- Batman as a symbol. He's a symbol of he killed him, but yes. he didn't really. He's just right. taking the place of right. he really did. So he's literally acting as a symbol, right? A symbol of murder. Mm-hmm. You know why they call it murder instead of muckduck? It's more menacing. It's the most menacing of sounds. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But and then it comes full circle in the Dark Knight Rises, where he sacrifices himself at the end of the movie. His whole person, but he his doesn't whole being. really because he's alive. But I want him to die. But. <laughs> Joel is like, whoa. But no, uh, that idea that his he goes from being selfish in his goals to being selfless and wanting to save the soul of Gotham is very is kind of a compelling aspect. Touching. It is a through line. You can through see line. That. Like Other characters, they did their thing. Joker, of course, is the best villain yeah, out of all it. three. Absolutely. Bane. Character. I already spoke about Bane. He's great. Gordon has a progression, too. Gordon is really good. Even Gordon has his own story. In the first movie, he's just uh, a beat cop lieutenant who's very new to this kind of superhero vigilante stuff. You know, he gets he's playing around with the tools in the bat tumbler and all that. And then the next one, he's like 
he becomes a commissioner, but he has he's more confident in his ability and stuff working with Batman. I I, I you can see that. And then in this the third one, he he plays both roles. Like at the end, he's the bumbling commissioner. Oh, I got this device. I got to make sure it doesn't fall out of the truck. <laughs> Let me bang it on everything. Well, that's Batman. Then just and, hits it on everything. But he's also he's also that compelling. He's he's like the lead guy. He's the commissioner still. He's the one with the most experience. He's a war hero. And I love that scene between him and John Blake when he when Bane reads the the Harvey Dent letter. And he oh yeah, and he, he kind of ta- calls him out like, "Yo, yeah. were you in the fire?" Gotham needed a hero. Needs it now more than ever. You betrayed everything you stood for. What's the point? Far out there when the structures fail you, when the robots aren't weapons anymore, they're shackles, letting the bad guy get ahead. One day, you may face such a moment of crisis, and in that moment, I hope you have a friend like I did. To plunge their hands into the filth so that you can keep yours clean. Your hands look plenty filthy to me, Commissioner. I love that scene. Yeah. It's so good. Like to stick your hands down into the. We can't do it. Of the dead. But that's my character's 88. Visual style. Visual style. And I'm I'm looking. How? Come on. I'm looking at. um, At. Like the look of the the suit is practical. I like that. That's visual. I like all the outfits are very practical and realistic. For them, even Catwoman, it she looks like a cat, but it's not ears. You know what I mean? So that's good. The cinematography is excellent. I mean, it's just great. It's outstanding. Gotham looks like a real city instead of just um, a set in a high school play, like what the past. <laughs> Has, has done where it's like we're just you it, you it doesn't look like you can go anywhere in the old movies but in this one it looks like a city you can go places a matte painting yeah it's not, <laughs> but it there it's shot great and it's edited great minus the, some of the fight scenes but did i already say what it was 95 no. 95 95 so far i'm shooting straight 90s spoiler alert i keep it that way Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, visual style. Visual okay. style. Wally Fister. Oh yes, the DP. Fister, I hardly know her, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Might have to take that one out. No, I'm it's not really my stuff. <laughs> no, I'm no, this. Uh uh-uh. uh. Visual style. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Ninety five. Ninety five. Ninety five for me. Mr. Fister. Really? Visual 95. style. Ninety five. Spot on. Perfect. Grounded oh. and real. Not. Oh no. I just poked my cat in the eye oh, on accident. Man. Don't do that. I'm sorry, it was an accident. Okay. I wasn't looking. Okay, 95, visual style, okay. 95, grounded and real, not fanciful, as Christopher yes. Nolan would say. And everything is explained well without saying, just like, no, Basil Exposition. Yes, visually. Mm-hmm. Although there is mistakes in storyline, and I will say that as a, as a lapse, a lapse in his storytelling, too much over-explaining things. Fine. Too much exposition, over-explaining, monologuing. With, Fine. With but they're certain, great monologues. certain characters. Yes, they are. Bane they're is great. Bane is great. Talia's story is kind of Not inappropriate great. for the moment of what's going on outside there. Which, by the way, they're like fighting. Bane and Bruce are like fighting on Wall Street, I guess. Hey. Ball Street. I read Street. that somewhere, which is even more symbolic of, mm-hmm. you know, greed, whatnot. 
Occupy yeah. Wall Street. Great. But anyway, 95, Batman, I gave it a little a downgrade because of the inconsistency between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. It's almost like rebooted. Whereas the Batman Begins is kind of, it, again, it's bringing us into this more grounded realism of Gotham, but you still have those comic book-like design aspects like of the graffiti and dirty Gotham, the Narrows. You get, right. Yeah. You get kind of that element, and you don't see any of that in The Dark Knight or The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, maybe a little bit in The Dark Knight Rises because it goes with that theme of bringing the two together, which is what... I think if I'm interpreting this right, well, go ahead, Joel. I feel like well, the Dark Knight Rises is more like aftermathy, like it's like just reiterating the disaster. Okay, because well, it starts with the streets you know? being clean for the most part, which is not something right. you're used to seeing. But with overall, Gotham. I think That's the true. I think that it's inconsistent, and not not that it needs to be like consistent, but it'd be it would have been nice to see a little bit more of the gritty Gotham. In all of the films, I don't. I think things were cleaned up in the latter two films. Yeah, especially the Dark Knight. Assessment. Yeah, Yeah. especially the Dark Knight. There's like no grimy Gotham in the Dark Knight. Right. Almost at all. Well, the whole thing is kind of grimy. It's interesting you say that because Dark Knight Rises, you start with like pristine Gotham, no crime, and then by the end of the movie, the whole city's basically blown to hell. It's very that's kind of blown to hell. And you Boom. do you do get you do kind of get the theme of getting that comic bookiness back in with the court, with Supreme Justice Crane oh, yeah. and his little tower <laughs> of cabinets and tables and stuff. It is kind of comic Death booky and silly by exile. But I love that. I like him. And his little scarecrow tufts in his suit. Yeah, like, I think his best funny. performance that's was in funny. Dark Knight Rises. He has two lines. <laughs> I just uh, he has two lines. And Vader was in her new hope for five minutes. Uh, yeah. Was he really in it for five <laughs> Was he really only in it for five minutes? Yeah, his screen time was limited and yeah. he became one of the most iconic villains ever. Yeah, because you know, father. Fittingly so. Fittingly so. But there they actually talked about the art direction a little bit in the documentary as well. Batman Begins was about why everything exists and that journey is phenomenal. So that's what drove the design really, the explanation. Dark Knight for me became our Batman where I felt the design belonged, but we needed to do Batman Begins design wise to get to the Dark Knight. You can't make that jump. And the Joker obviously is chaos, is anarchy. So everything was quite angular and harsh, hard lines and square lines for the Joker to react. And it's very civic. It's a modern civic feeling and that's good for Den. The Dark Knight Rises stylistically. It was really the first time I'd realized that now we're making a film that belongs to something else. Because I didn't consider the Dark Knight belonging to Batman because at all. I think it became about the scale of the world and maintaining a simplicity. Really, that's what the step well was about, mixing geometry with age. Design-wise, The Dark Knight Rises really became about the other two films. But it's interesting what they say about 
bringing both ideas and concepts together in the dark nights rising wow the dark night <laughs> oh there's two of them no. christian bale in the dark nights rising christian bale and christian bale as the dark knights and joseph gordon levitt introducing joseph gordon levitt as robin <laughs> but the dark knight rises how they brought together design elements from both whereas the dark knight it's part of the set design is very angular to reflect the chaos like you said but in the Dark Knight Rises, they're bringing together the gothic, almost classical elements, I would say, with the more angular elements of chaos. Like in the, the pit, even then, every, things are angular because they have the stair steps that go up in the pattern to represent that. And yeah, that's an interesting concept. I, I Also, the lighting, the lighting with how all the villainous scenes are down in the mucky Gotham. It's all orange, like darkly lit, almost godfather light. Like how Gordon God. Willis lighted the Godfather over what overhead scenes lights. Are you talking about? In Dark All Night of Rises? them in Dark Knight or Batman Begins. How when you do the scenes with Batman at night, well, naturally because it's at night, you're going to have like incandescent lights. Oh, so okay. you get that orange glow. It just re- the visually that orange represents corruption. I believe like the corruption inside the League of Shadows. I think base. you mean corrupt. <laughs> corrupt. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> But uh, there are a lot of rotating shots, I will say that. A lot of rotating shots where the camera just circles around either an action sequence or some people talking or like go- like Gordon and Harvey and Batman. Like the camera's going around him then. I think that's a Nolan thing or a Fister thing. Probably. They like it. it it's, a, it's a stylistic choice. I don't mind it. It doesn't ruin anything. But I like how their concept of keeping it grounded – uh, it obviously, and reasonably so, informs a visual style of keeping it real, which I really like that because it makes it it again brings you into the movie. It make it feels like it's real. I like that. I like that. Do you? Also, the suit is awesome. Yeah, the dark, and the Dark Knight suit is awesome. Even Batman yeah. Begins is cool. I like the logo. If they had the logo of. Batman Begins on the Dark Knight, perfect suit. Well, not perfect. Bad suit is Robert Pattinson. Suit is, is awesome. Close. The vehicles are awesome. Yeah. Realistically designed, very cool. Yes. Okay. Music. Music. Go ahead. The final. You know, it's never really in your face. It's almost subtle in some ways. It starts like this slowly, and then it it builds up slowly, just like the tension of the movie. Hans, baby, he's my boy. I gave music... And James Newton Howard. Sure, Space Jam. I gave music a 92. Kept a straight 90s. 92. Fair enough. I it I bought... There, well, I, I bought certain songs from this on the on the iTunes when it came out. I barely listened to them, but I bought them. I, I don't buy songs from iTunes, but I did back in 20... Back in 08. Back in 08. Okay. I bought some, so... Music 92. Hans and uh, Joseph Gordon Howard. What? So, Joseph? <laughs> Christian, what's your music? <laughs> what's my flavor? No, I said music. You heard me. <laughs> Did you just... <laughs> Ass wipes. What? Why? You... I'm changing a couple numbers. <clears throat> I, I'm going to announce what I meant. I'm really at the good end. at math. Wow. Hey, shut your mouth. Shut. Shut your mouth. Nice. <laughs> wow. 
That didn't come out of my ass. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Thank you. No. <laughs> to let the thank listeners you for know. clarifying that. We stuck your butt up to the mic. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want them to and think And then you that. open the cheeks and you're like, I'm Batman. <laughs> Who opens their cheeks? <laughs> I have before. <laughs> one time I had one really stuck. Sometimes you got to open them up. Are we talking about are we talking about face cheeks? Because that's what I was talking about. Like I had a big old chunk of food and I had to ah, ah, ah. so <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do what? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> With a spoon, Joel, you you turd. Uh it's putting my Joel's spoon a turd. made of flesh. <laughs> so what what was your music score? I'm sorry. Speaking of flesh, the uh, skin flute. Uh, What'd you take the old so skin that. boat so get... to Tuna Town? What? <laughs> <laughs> you never heard that? No, no. I have now. Ninety. What? Give your music okay. score. Give your music score, and then let's get a final fin. What? Watch Grumpy Old Men. You'll know what I'm talking about. All right. Anyways, music, music. I gave music a ninety. Because I said it was malleable and fits the tone of each film in its grounded approach. Versus it's not like the Danny Elfman scores from the 89 movie in Batman Returns. And the Elliot Goldenthal scores from uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. The bum 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 bum. Or the 1966. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that stuff, though. It's, yeah. uh, you see what they did with those movies, though? Music, to sidebar, music-wise, they combined the 60s camp of Adam West with Danny Elfman-esque, Tim Burton-esque what score is this from, from that movie. Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. The score, it's a combination <laughs> of the two. <laughs> like how they accent the... <laughs> yeah, well, they accent the punches and stuff with the... With the tremolos and the, wow. the horn, like boom. But anyways, sidebar. <laughs> Hans Zimmer, James Newton Howard did a fantastic job. James Newton Howard did more of the lush themes, like I mentioned it earlier. Like the main Wayne family theme from uh, Batman Begins. Love that theme. So good. Um, the Joker dissonance is really, co- really good. I love the... I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. I love the... Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the... Like the... Thank you for that. It's the main theme, isn't it? The main theme, but notice how that is sort of a callback to the... The Superman, Superman, like how it 
the 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 music spells out the word, plays the word out. Batman. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know you're, you're making jokes about it, but that seriously, I think may that might have been what they were going for. Probably because it does have that noirish, yeah, darkness sound to it, and you can ch- in malleable. It's malleable. You can make. Then he talks about Hans Zimmer talks about this in an interview. You can make it either by minor key, major key, make it either light and hopeful or dark and brooding. But minor key I, car care. I love how it does that two note Batman thing. That's cool. I love that. The music, the music driving drives the action and reinforces emotion. That's a duh because that's what music does in film. Doy. But. Just the Joker dissonance enhances just the tension of the scenes that he's in and between him and Batman in the interrogation. I love the, what is it, Deshi, 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 Basara, Basara. Deshi, Basara, Basara. You know what's funny? In the trailer, I thought they were saying, this is Gotham, Gotham, this is Gotham, Gotham. It's clearly not. Not. Not Pit, Pit. All right. Okay. Suck, not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that. But just the I love that the Bane theme. Just how if they it the themes fit the characters. Like Bane is very Tell like Tell me about Bane. Bane is a punch to the face, whereas Joker is more gradual and graining and getting into your head like a drill almost. Yeah. That's interesting how they did that. Dark. And lush and sweeping, yet tragic for Bruce and what happened to him and his family. And for who he becomes, the Batman, the big theme. I love the it. It's bat. good. There's the Batman. Did you guys, didn't you? Oh, yeah. The Batman. The Batman. What do we, what do, we do? The Batman. What anyone does when a prowler comes around, call the police. <laughs> okay. We <clears throat> kill the Batman. If it's so okay. easy, why are you done? Okay. But no. If you're good at something, never do it for <laughs> Did you? I didn't. I forgot about this, but the chanting was done via like Hans Zimmer, and then put out a call for like people to record themselves doing the chant. I think is that real? Is that true? I I think I think I read that somewhere. I heard it in an interview somewhere. I think they went to a real prison. All I did was Google what they were actually saying, so I could say DC Basara Basara DC Basara Basara DC Sakara Sakara This is Gotham. It's not this is Gotham. Uh, I know. But anyway, 90. That's it for me. Let's, that's it for me. And, yeah. uh, What's your total? A total, I amended characters to a 93. Okay. And what is your... I'm going to add them up. Okay. Then divide by 5. 91.6. Okay. 94. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new top franchise. 93 dethroning Toy Story with a 90. That's held up. That's held up. I knew this one was going to overtake it, though. So let's just redo a rank here. We'll do a we'll do a one. Your new rankings here are we kill the Batman. Dark Knight Trilogy. With a, what did I say? 93. All right, so the rankings stand at number six, Austin Powers, 77. Number five, Star Wars, 85, which disclaimer, we're going to Do you have to say that every time? Yes. Number four, (laughs) Spider-Man, 86. Number two, 
Hunger Games, 87, and tied for number two, MCU Phase 1, 87. Number... That's number three. Tied for number three now. Tied for number three now. Number two, Toy Story with a 90, and number I'm good one... Math. <laughs> number one, <laughs> The Dark Knight Trilogy, and that's gonna take a while to dethrone Misa Dinkin. I didn't know Jar Jar joined the show. Well, he did! Joel's so uninvested right now. He's what? so divested from this. No. I'm but just waiting for my line. Dark Knight trilogy is over. Our wrap-up episode is over. What do we got to say about it? Uh, anything? anything I loved we it. Missed? Every minute of it. Rewatching it, I loved it. It it had everything a boy could want, and some things a girl could want. And Christian Bale, <laughs> second best Batman that we've ever seen. Second only nice. to Benjamin Affleck. Benjamin Affleck respectfully is not disagree, and probably I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. Pattinson. Christian Bale is the best Batman on screen yet. Mm -hmm. I, probably I by default, really he think is. so. Probably he really default. hit the nail on the head with that portrayal. I really think so. Yeah, right. The Batman portion, I think he did well. The Bruce Wayne portion, I think maybe I own the place could have been done differently. <laughs> Like I again, I'm not. I'm not buying the. Oh, I need a cane in Dark Knight Rises. Like well, I. Mean, that's but, yeah, I mean. What are you buying then? I really, I, I, I like what they set out to do with this trilogy. Me like too. to take Batman, take it away. F like Nolan's goal to take it away, to take it away from the superhero fantasy aspect, which we've seen up to that point. And make it into a, a grounded reality, grounded in reality drama that will also make it a cinematic, a serious cinematic work of art that will be taken seriously by places like the Academy of Arts and Sciences or Motion Picture, Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Motion pigeons. I can't talk. <laughs> I apologize. Well, the, the pigeons weren't CGI; they were motion pigeons. I apologize. I apologize. I must apologize. But yeah, yeah. Well, I Joel mean, fell. I no. I, <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. You interrupted. I I know I do my fair share, but I through watching That's these movies and studying them and reading up on them and watching the documentary, uh, and reading about Christian Bale and about Christopher Nolan and his mindset. You towards just like him because you share a name. Filmmaking and no, and <laughs> towards his style of the stories he likes to tell. I kind of feel. In in my personal preferences, in my if I directed more movies other than my thesis, I feel like I would want to pursue the same kind of subject or similar. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Aesthetics, aesthetics, or choices that he would. And he was also inspired by George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, as I was. 
especially George Lucas. I I am, mm-hmm. and I couldn't help but notice. And I don't mean to, to, I don't intend this to be vain or anything, but I felt while I was reading a portion of Brian J. Jones's George Lucas A Life biopic or not biopic. Sorry, it's not a movie. It's a book bio biography that I felt very similar to him in what he wanted to make and the things he wanted to do and hit the way he interacted with people and how he wanted to be in control of things on set. That's kind of like me. And I saw that in the documentary with Chris Nolan. He's an artist like he, me. He wasn't, he had no qualms about getting down into the, like I'm the director, like, like when I worked on my movie mm-hmm. and I don't, you were there when I Ralph was Lister, the main character. Yes, you were. Ralph Lister, I was putting the stuff, it was the scene where you're talking to him and he's taking everything out of the bag. Mm-hmm. And we would say cut and I'd start putting everything in the bag and Ralph would say, well, Christian, like, oh, you don't need to do that. You're the director. Like, you have somebody do that for you. And I don't really, I didn't really care. I think you might remember that. I remember this. This is the one thing I remember from him. You were trying to give him direction and everybody was kind of giving input and he just snapped on everybody like except you and me because i wasn't i wasn't giving direct i was just sitting listening but he was like he's english i'm not going to do the accent though but he was like everybody fuck off except for christian and spencer i'm trying to get direction and like put you like got your back because everybody was talking over you i remember that and everyone was like i think it was outside no it was in the office it was in the office really yeah it was in, well, the office, the sound studio there. Right. That was. But that, yeah, that kind of, I hadn't experienced right. anything like yeah, that. That was my first respect. time directing. But I, I feel a similar thing to how Chris would not feel bad yeah. getting down to doing things like fixing the chalk mark of the bat, yeah. like touching it up, picking up a oh, rock yeah. and moving it, uh, doing what he wanted to on set and not having somebody do it for him. Like, if I want it done a certain way, I don't have any problem doing it. Word. You know? And also the way he directed Falcone. Like, there's a clip in the documentary about how... I gotta watch this documentary. You got I, to. There's it's no free. behind the, the fire scenes. rises. It's a whole trilogy retrospective. Is it on the YouTube? You sent it the is on link, YouTube. didn't you? Yeah, I'll post it onto the Facebook page, and I will All do right. that. I know I say you I You say that but, every week. But no, he was directing, and Falcone, they didn't have a name... I Wilkinson, Tom Wilkinson, that's his name. There it is. He was talking, like telling the driver to go before Batman picks him up and says, I'm Batman. But the driver didn't have a name in the script. Did it help as a load if the driver had an answer? Let's get out of here. Yeah. Okay, Ryan, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. Let's get out of here. Not much Ryan? Yeah. Then, yeah, no, I think it would. Yeah. Give him a What did you just call like that happens all the time on sets you know it i do know it all too well if something doesn't work they change it and if it makes the actor more comfortable then they're gonna do it yes if it doesn't hurt anything else so about ryan i wouldn't have picked the name ryan i would it's simple it's easy to remember so that's our Joel. Give your closing remarks because you haven't said anything in a while, and uh, you're still here for a yep. purpose. Come on, Joel. <laughs> come on! Don't interrupt him. You get two minutes. We're, I'm, I'm just I'm shutting my mouth. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll try to just touch on a couple of things. So, uh, I guess with like the music and stuff, I the music. 
I like the music in this in these films because it's I like it for the same reason I like the music in Star Wars and John Williams stuff because you get a little bit of everything you get the epic themes you get the you know like D sheep basra basra well yeah. that's duel You're big the, on duel that. the fates ah, ah, whatever yeah. the yeah is and it, it is epic yeah. every time so like that's kind of why I like the music Good connection I like I like uh, I like the films that go for the more uh, grounded tradition the get an actual composer and original score and you know um <clears throat> so that's it it's so it's right up the same vein as john williams scores you know so that's why i like the music in this i don't know i, I this is my favorite screen batman so i uh, i mean he's probably i differ best. i differ a little bit with uh spencer but yeah, this is my favorite screen Batman uh, until we'll see what Robert Pattinson brings to the role. But this is my, I've, I've said it many times already throughout the course of these episodes, but my my definitive Batman is somewhere between these three things. It's the animated series, Dark Knight Trilogy, and the Arkham series games. I think that's a pretty you know, fair I kind agree. of combination. Back in, Back and forth, they all are are their own thing. But Those are the top three, like yeah. cultural depictions too. Yeah, of so Batman. that's kind of where my loyalties lie. And until we find out what Battenson can bring Battenson. us, Battenson, why so, is nobody else calling him that? I don't know. I don't it's know. right there. I'm surprised. We can coin it. Hashtag Bat- Hashtag, hashtag Battenson. They're you heard it first. Sequelman, the podcast. They're Batson. filming again. It's on. They are. We know. That's I want to make news. a. Predi- I'm not going to say Oscars. I am going to say Oscars. I'm going to say Best Picture for that one. I'm going to say it's a dark horse contender that is already. A bold. Statement. I'm going to say a dark con- horse, a dark horse contender, but Paul Dano as the Riddler. I think. That's gonna be. I interesting. think we're gonna see it. I have seen him in nothing. Well, watch you, Prisoners. You, no, I come to realize. Watch Swiss Army Man. Okay, you can watch them both. Wait, oh. Prisoners is that with Hugh Jackman and what's his name? I need to know. look it up. Will you please? Joan Hall? No, Prisoners. N- no, not jo- no, yeah, but it, Paul Dano in that is like this. He's got. He's never like a main character. Like yeah, a main, main know. character. Like a title character. I still don't character, think I've seen it. Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. It is Jake Gyllenhaal. Viola Davis, yeah, Melissa Leo. Yeah, yeah. Very okay. dark, uncomfortable movie. But yeah. anyway, Paul Dano, I think, is going to do... This is bold, too. I think he's going to do to the Riddler, Riddler what Heath Ledger did to the Joker. He's not mm. going to be like the comic book Riddler. I'm he's going to be a like a darker... Worse for, re- worse for wear. Mm-hmm. I'm a little confused by the way they show him in the trailer. I don't, I don't know if that's him. He looks I like, want it to not he be looks him. Like a cousin it with a ghillie suit on everybody's assuming that's him we don't know that's him it's very strange looking it doesn't look like and even if it is the him, build that could of... be just a one scene disguise that's right. true one of his antics you know whatever that's true so. that's true i but think we'll see please I'm... do not lie what's the price for your blind eye I can't wait to see that movie. Ah, man. I'm so... so Where you're going. I said it before. I'll say it again until we actually see it. Me, you, and Joel are going to see that. We're going to go see it. When it premieres on HBO Max, probably. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) But I think it's interesting. You say your top three depictions of Batman are from three different mediums. Mm -hmm. You got the television series, which is top-notch, stellar. 
Yeah, all the comic book guys are going to come after me now with pitchforks, but whatever. But the animated series. Beastie Bothera Bothera. <laughs> Beastie Bothera Bothera. Yeah. They're going to come at it. you with. But, I know, and but then they're. Joel, they're get out of my swamp. But <laughs> you got the Dark Knight trilogy, which is feature film, cinema. And then you have the games, the Arkham trilogy. Do you like Arkham Origins, though? I heard that one's not as good. Uh, Save I it for Joel's. Mm. I've played about nothing. Twelve percent of that game. Okay, mm. I I'm not very far into Origins, which is I to say because it's like one of the old. It's like the second one they ever made. But no, I, it came out after uh, City, Arkham City. Oh right, okay, so you're right. But, but it was that, a different studio. It's like it, it it's it is a little weak, but. Uh, I've only ever played Arkham Overall, Asylum. they're good. They're, they yeah. at least do a good job in those the, those games of taking a deep dive into the... the I thought you were going to say take a dump. I don't... Taking a dump all over the Batman <laughs> franchise. They take a deep dive into the villains, Joker especially, but, you know. Um, and you fell into it gloriously. So, that was the Dark Knight. And I got to say, all this talk about bats and shit. We have bats that fly around out here. Okay. Um, I had bats flying around uh, my parents' I'm, house. I'm pointing at my window, my backyard. So there's there's okay, bats. Okay, welcome out, to Batman. And they swoop down, and I mean they got close to me. It's it's weird. It's weird because I was just taking my dog for a piss, and uh, ever since like my, my it's weird. Like I'm cold right now, and it's like 90 in this basement. Like it's I'm freezing. I don't know if you guys are. Like wait, 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 wait. Just... Let me touch you real quick. Yeah. Whoa. You're so cold. What is going on? Your teeth kind of look weird, dude. I, well, I was eating steak earlier, and I usually get it medium. Raw, dude. Like, rare. And even that almost wasn't enough. We, we played baseball on the field, too. Ah! And I Remember was cranking that? them out. I was cranking out I homers. Know. But the weirdest part is, I went to church today. I couldn't. I couldn't stay. Like, my eyes were stinging the entire time. Because we have we have like the crucifix, you know, you have the, you have the cross right, right there. Right. I walked in, had to walk right the back out, and it <laughs> I I don't know what was going on. I went to a doctor, and they're like, I don't have a clue. It was I walked past the mirror, and nothing. You are looking pretty pasty. I know, and I'm starting to kind of glow, but I don't. What do you think it is? Like, do you just give me your honest opinion? You know, I'm cold. I'm kind of glittery. Say it. Just say it out loud. You're a vampire. COVID. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Christian <laughs> Oh man, as the sun's going down, you might say I'm starting to look a little bit like Twilight. Yes, to our... it. You're going to have to stick with us. We're going to be ripping it apart. We're doing it basically for <laughs> for comedy purposes. Trust me. You're... Just stick with us. We are also going to try to find the good. Release the good. We're going to find the good in Twilight. <laughs> Dad! And disclaimer, I'll just tell you, we've already recorded a Twilight episode about a year ago when we were a it different podcast. It was more podcast. than a year ago. More than a year ago. 
in the early stages of podcasts. We were called Wrongfully Reviewed at the time. Yeah. This is our proto show, and we did record an episode of Twilight. And that's as far as we got with it. That's as far. Because then we changed. Well, we did a couple other movies. We did Batman Forever, yeah, but Batman Twilight and Robin. Was the last Twilight one. was the last one before we switched gears and decided to shift towards Star Wars as our big premiere sequel, man. Mm-hmm. But we we got a treat for you in the next episode. Oh, we have we. a treat. We have a treat. Do we ever? Why are you looking at me? I don't know. Because you a Good. treat. Oh, you th- Ooh, girl. You thick. I like you. Uh, nice. Look at that girth. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it back. Pull it back. Okay. <laughs> no, but we are. Yeah, and I'm. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. It's a cocktail weenie. I'm legit. Okay. I'm legitimately excited <laughs> about this because we've already watched Twilight and I remember it. Yikes. So I, I, I've <laughs> never seen past it. I've seen bits and pieces of the other ones. I know the story. Uh, and I, I can't wait. I, I can't wait because there's a lot. This is going to be probably one of our, our most humorous. I think so. Um, just checking franchises. through it. Just doing a preliminary editing of it. It's it's very. If I can remember, our cold open is really fun. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. It has but to do with the moon. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll show you guys some of that in the next episode as we dive into Twilight and the Twilight Saga for our October series. Huh. Oh, yeah. That fits with the... Kind of spooky. little spooky there. I... Vampires, werewolves, blood. I want to suck your blood. Oh, my. A lot different the... vampires okay. in this universe that we're about and... to dive into. And I want to give a little disclaimer. I don't know. I'm on the fence if I'm going to continue for this one doing a character spotlight or if I'm going to do my original idea of having a character roast... Because I think what, with like bad franchises, I'm gonna roast a character instead of glorifying them. Hmm. Objectively bad. Ob- hmm. What do you mean? It is. Some listeners might like it. That's true. True. And if That's you do, fu- honestly, I'm gonna enjoy That's watching. That's what I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, if you do, I'm, fuck off. No. <laughs> I I'm gonna enjoy this. Wow. I just hope I hope everybody else can too. You're just gonna have to enjoy it a little bit more than us. <laughs> but um, but uh, we went from bats to vampires. We're going to vampires. We're going backwards. Oh, such a jump. It is. It's a jump. <laughs> you so. know what, Joel? Get out. You just, know what? Just you sick sycophant. Get out, please. Sick sycophant. Nice. Sick this, sycophant. Uh, this, oh, you know this what we is forgot? The last time you're gonna hear Joel. You know what we forgot? Time you're gonna hear the guys. Christmas. The recap rap. Oh wow. wow! Wow! We do have a recap rap once again. Every wrap up episode, we have a recap rap. Spencer. Featuring music, I used to beat uh, the guy's, I don't know his real name, but his his YouTube channel, he makes a bunch of like really good like 90s style, like old school rap beats, like hard. Uh, his his channel is uh, Anecdote Beats. Look him up. The, the, it's just, it's, I, I honestly, it helped me. The, the beat that I use, it's called Reality. I, you, I listened to it in the background while I was writing the lyrics and it helped because then I got a flow. But I listened to just a bunch of his stuff just in the background, and it's all really good, like, beats. So if you're into, like, rap beats, look them up. And uh, without further... With a fresh cut from Sequel Men, the podcast, take it away! Check it. No, seriously, check it. Make sure I'm recording. Okay, I think I am. Well, Christian... Antidote. The bat doesn't back down. 
from crime and I don't back down from a beat so I'm bringing you this just like a bat would Everybody knows who the motherfucking best is Doesn't matter who the rest is Batman in the streets keeping peace to be protective Sherlock Holmes got nothing on him, he's the best detective Striking fear in Gotham, crime is his only objective Using parents' death as motivation is effective Motives of the League of Shadows is rejected Scarecrow using goons and spread of fumes got us asking Is he coming through with us to lose with new directives? Rouse rule is back, attacked a bat but not arrested Who we are under the mask gives us no perspective What we do for Common good is what makes us reckless Doesn't kill you, only makes you wanna act stranger Going on a heist, getting ice, got the danger Joker playing games to make the bank pay You're no different than the rest of us What ignites the anger? He's not wearing pads cause he's not a hockey player Coming from the shadows, dropping down through the air Joker's face revealed when he tries to kill the mayor Never do something for free if you're a good slayer Introduce the chaos, the police are so delirious Batman in Japan acting all fucking mysterious Sonar going through, Lucian Fox is really curious Destined to fight forever Asking Batman why so serious Eight years on the road Bruce is growing old Stories being told Harvey broke the mold People started caring Once the mess went on For survival Dr. Pavel had to make a bomb Batman decides To interfere with cops Broken back will teach him That it's time for him to stop Bane has got them reckoning And he will never quit Prison overflowing Criminals don't give a shit Once the gates are open Batman climbs up out the pit Gets to Gotham in The Batman looks Lit. Talia Al Ghul has a plan that she will gloat The bat must get the bomb away before it blows Who is that Batman? Gordon already knows It all started when he gave a little kid a coat Yo, like us on Facebook and shit Sequel men, I'm out They're only as good as the world allows them to be I'll show you when the chips are down These, uh, these civilized people Wow, that blew my balls off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, you know, I tried to... He's going to blow! <laughs> I, I really tried to add elements from, like, 90s, but yeah, also yeah, yeah. now. Is that what the 90s were like? Okay. No, they were, no. like, kind of, like, darker, like, streets. And I kept, you know, you, you noticed in the Bending song, like, my, 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 my rhyming schemes, like, each verse had the same... You, they rhymed the same all throughout. It didn't like switch it up. It didn't switch rhyming schemes is what you're right. saying. Right. And then the next verse is a different word. And that was a little tougher. I challenged myself a little bit cool. there. Mm. But I like that. Such a poet. I went back to my roots there. But that was, yeah, that was the recap. Well done. For well done. Thanks. Antidote well Beats. Done. Antidote well. Beats. So look them up. And but, I think that's that's a good place to really... Punctuation. Next week. Thank you. Special thank you to Joel. I just wanted to thank you for for riding along with us and yes and going along with our you honestly you added like those were some of the funnest. These episodes were some of the funniest episodes we've funniest. recorded yet. Yeah, I feel I, honestly. I felt it. Yeah. it. Even though I know we ragged on you a lot. That's what we do. That's what friends do. It's what buddies do. And we ragged right back. 
By yeah. we, he means him. Well, uh, he didn't touch me, so. Well, <laughs> I'm uh, unsure if he did me. There's no chloroform. Uh, not yet. That's not what I was talking about. Oh, well. But that's it. <laughs> no, it's, it's been really fun. We know you'll continue to be doing our voice. Yep. And you'll, you'll make a drop and in every you know now what? and then, too. You know what, everybody? But, uh, I Yeah, I'll, I'll pop on for the franchises I give a shit about. But Twilight? No. Sorry. <sighs> Uh, Fifty Shades like, of Grey. Like I get it, I get it. You guys are doing it for the for the comedic aspect, but I just can't. I'm sorry. Well, Joel, the other one we're doing is don't tell. <laughs> Got you. I just want to give my side of that too, and just say thank you once again for being on the show. You're a joy to have. It's really mm-hmm. fun having you around. It's fun to have a third guy to bounce off of, mm-hmm. not literally, but. <laughs> and I can I'm, be the joke. Okay. okay. <laughs> you can be but, the butt of the joke and yeah. take it. <laughs> what? You're not the joke. We can't even finish the you're last not the episode. Joke. You're not the Let joke we oh, deserve, but I you're just, the one that we need I, right now. Sincerely, it was a joy having you on. It was yeah. so fun to do these episodes. Lots of laughs, lots of jokes. Yeah. Thank you for being with us. Please, we want you to be with us again. Yes. At some happen. point in the future. It will happen. Whether or not you care. You're still going to hear his voice in the intro. Yeah, absolutely. So. You're still I might uh, also, I might have my own podcast coming soon. Okay. Cool. 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 So I just thought I'd plug, throw a plug in there. I Please literally do. don't have a name even, but it's gonna it'll be, be called, coming. It's going to be I've called Joel's Holes. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, no, 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 because he goes down a rabbit hole with a topic. Oh, and he, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. like he starts at one good. place. That's no, a good That's a, that's a good cool idea. premise, though. Uh, but no, I just figure, you know, it's time. And the idea I have for one is it's going to be all cool stuff to get mm-hmm. get people's minds off of getting back in the saddle the, the current yeah. state of things and it's so. going to be called star wars sessions no. you can find us on wckst do well no, no, no you have it you got it all wrong it'll do be on mixler and it'll be called the corellian convo <laughs> yeah inside jokes but no <laughs> so we'll keep you updated on that as will yeah he yes well oh, yeah once again voice of joel on facebook Voice of Joel on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter. At, at Voice of LMB everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there Follow you go. him, make right. love to his voice. Have it well, going in the background of study sessions. If you do, let me know. <laughs> yeah. All right. All righty. All righty. <laughs> All right. Spencer, Joel, with that, we reach the end of our Dark Knight trilogy saga, if you will. Trilogy. Whatever. Yeah. We'll just leave it at trilogy. How about that? How about that? But, and we're moving on. It's Twilight mm-hmm. on this series, and we're moving on into the Twilight Saga in our next episode. We can't wait to see you there. You can listen to it and to this episode and all of our other episodes on Podbean. That's our number one hosting source there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and really anywhere else where you listen to your podcasts. YouTube as well. I mean, there's a couple websites out there with yeah. us on there. So Possibly Pandora. Possibly Come Pandora. Soon. We're waiting upon the we'll approval. Know. I'll let mm. you know. And if you want to get like soups close with us, you can email the show. And uh, that is at sequelmen19 at gmail.com. You can also please give us a five star review or any review on Apple uh, Podcasts. Write a review. I will read it. I'm a man of my word. I have read them on the show before. And you can also find us on the Twitter at sequelmen19 and Instagram at sequelmen the podcast. And the Facebook. Good old-fashioned Facebook. We're there. Christian claims he's going to post stuff. He wants to pass his duties on to somebody else. So if you're a a social uh, media person, we can't pay you, but if you want to be a part of the show, 
and run our social media, please do. Be a guest? Yeah. And if, if... Along down I mean, the line, I try to get Joel years. to do it, but he just is like, I don't want to do it because I don't I'm care. I'm at a bar four times a week doing trivia. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so find us on there, review us, and all that, all that jazz. Thank you, thank you for listening. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. With that, why do you gotta do that? <laughs> okay, it's like an anchor man. Stick lights on my burgundy. Stick lights. <laughs> Anyways, and with that, we can't wait for the next one. Well, that's right, Christian, because we're at Sequel Man the Podcast. Oh, there's a great sequel. Take it. So, okay. <laughs> the other saga that we didn't really cover in this was um, my chair, the rise and fall of my chair. Yeah, uh, it's still not no, fixed. No one cares. It is broke. Okay, <laughs> you can uh, fuck right off. Throw the chair in the dumpster. I'd rather not, but I did it last night. <laughs>